And hello, everybody. It is Saturday night, 7.25 here on the West Coast. What is this? November the 27th here, 2010. And let's share a first, and then we'll talk about the station. Dear Lord, thank you so much for all the blessings the station has received in terms of donations. And thanks for the auction. We're so grateful for that. Lord, please, uh, if you can help us reach our goals tomorrow, that'd be great. We would love to keep doing your world. We ask this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. So as you just heard, Bill Bragg uh, via t- CD or audio announced that the auction is tomorrow. And it will start at 4 o'clock Eastern Time. And it will go until we get the items done. Thus, I am not planning to do the uh, Saturday night show. I mean, Sunday night show. So keep that in mind. Be, be preempted by the auction. As I'm putting things away. Anyway, talk to Kim things, doing the best she can. Uh, she's fighting, being under the weather, and she got 48 lots up at this time. Uh, if she can get to it, her goal is to get to 52 lots. You can go look at the items by going to www.yesterdayusa.com. Click on 2010 auction link. You're there to the pay, the reference pay that can keep people update. You can look at her work in progress now. Once she's done, she'll write finish. You can go to that page, click on the list. On there, you'll see the instructions how to bid. If you want to pre-register, send in your credit card information tonight. Or you can wait till the mall at 4 o'clock Eastern and call. Generally, Bill always leaves a little time at the beginning to call. But we got a lot of items, and so they'll get the show on the road pretty quickly. So if you want to pre-register, that would be great. Um, generally what that means, you'll be the first one to get the item shipped out to you. So, if you notice, Kim added another all-night item. The Red Rider BB gun package been added to this. If you look through the 48 lots, I just got up to 45 a little bit ago. She's adding things that just came in. Um, what a... Good, good merchandise in here. Radio shows, old-time TV programs, homemade items, all throughout this list. Our goal tomorrow, if we can do it, is to reach $4,000. Basically, it costs the station right now over $200 to stream and over five. dollars hundred dollars in telephone bills a month so if we can knock those two big items down by covering with the auction we'll be in business for next year 
So keep that all in mind. If you want uh, to continue, that'd be great. So you can participate. There are going to be three phone lines open tomorrow. You are a member of the station. You can use the chat room for your username and password, and you can bid that way. And it should be a lot of fun. It is a big night. Joe, it goes 10 hours or so. So if you missed the beginning, tune in the middle, tune the end. Items are going to be available. I've already circled some of the things I'm looking at. And I hope you will consider helping out. That would be a big help. Okay, we got an interview. This is our monthly feature with Dwayne Kilstrip and in the Radio Historical Association of Colorado. So with Dwayne, Dwayne just read a brand new book, and we got an interview with Dwayne Kilstrips. So we're going to talk about his book and good stuff like that there. So here we go. Well, hi, everybody. I'm Wong Xu, and on the line is one of my co-hosts to help anchor it down the weekend lineup. Hello, Dwayne Kilstrip. Hi, Weldon. How are you doing? We're doing fine. And we decided to, you know, let Dwayne jump out of, his, uh, out, of his, out of his normal CD slot and come on with me here via the interview route for a change. And, uh, it's been my pleasure, and uh, thank you for having me. And uh, I uh, certainly uh, uh, appreciate everything that you do for us and for uh, the station and uh, uh, best of best wishes to you all. You bet. Thanks, Dwayne. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for OTR from the Rockies. <laughs> From the foot of the Rockies in Denver, Colorado, here's a program capturing the drama and fun of the golden days of broadcasting. Old time radio from the Rockies. Hello, this is Fred Hobbs. I'm speaking to you from the radio studios of RHAC, the Radio Historical Association of Colorado. And we're here to bring you interviews, historical information, book reviews, events, and fun for all on old-time radio, especially related to the Rocky Mountain region because that's where we're located. This time, it's music, music, music. Popular programs of old-time radio created by one of early radio's most prolific, and by the way, one of the richest producers of these storied radio shows. Frank and Ann Hummert from the Rockies to be heard here on Yesterday USA. Now this is Fred Hobbs, your online host, saying goodbye and good radio. This is RHAC the Radio Historical Association of Colorado.
chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe Help to make some right Tiny tots with their eyes on a bowl Will find it hard to sleep tonight Then the dad is on his way He's loaded lots of toys and buddies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy to see if reindeer really know how to fly and so i'm offering this simple phrase to kids from one to ninety-two although it's been said many times many ways Merry Christmas to you. kids from one to ninety-two although it's been said many times many ways Merry Christmas to But high from God 
God's heaven a star's light did fall and the promise of ages it then did recall I wonder as I How Jesus the Savior did come for to die for poor ornery people like you. stations have birthdays like everybody else. And today we are celebrating ours, the 40th anniversary. And we also have a birthday. And I'm Warren Hughes, and hello to Patricia. Hello, Walden. Happy Sunday, because it's not Saturday, because we're late starting tonight. Which, That's right. Which, well, hey, you know. Which means when I went to look at history, I didn't know what day I should look at. So what did you decide to do? Well, I got two from 19, from November 27th and two from the 28th. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, hi, everybody. We're up and about, and it's late for us, I know, but interview went on, and uh, the Colorado Club uh, took the full allotment, which is really nice. But we're up and about, and so we'd love to hear from you the night before, the, you know, the night before Christmas, they're all through the house. Not a creature is doing, not even a mouse. Well, actually, the night before the auction, but, you know, I can't get away with murder, but that's okay. Well, you, you try periodically. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> so, happy Saturday to everybody. My gosh, it came around fast, and you're right, tomorrow is the auction. I hope everybody has gone to the list. Kim finished the list. Hooray for Kim! Walden just called and said, Kim has the list finished. Bless her heart. She worked forever on this. Um, there are 52 lots up there, which means a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> I love that word. I just love that word. Yeah. So now each lot, and let me see, there are 54 lots. 
Um, actually, 54 only has one section. So let, let's say 53 lots. Each lot has three separate collections in it. Each collection will be auctioned off separately. They're red, white, and blue. So Bill will say lot 53, blue. And whatever is in the blue collection will be up for bids on the auction. So take a look at the yesterdayusa.com page. In the gray box on the right-hand side, click on the auction. You will get to a page that says, click here, and there is the list. So take a look at the list. Study it and decide which items you think you might like to bid on tomorrow, and then join us by listening. You can phone in bids. You can place bids through the chat room. If you have um, a password to the chat room, you should have gotten one. Any, anyone who makes a contribution to the station gets a password. And you can join us in the chat room with a real name. You can't come in like up by the sailor or something like that. You have, to, you have to put a real name so Bill and Kim know who is bidding. And uh, those are the two ways. You cannot uh, pre-bid. For example, you cannot call at 4 o'clock and say, when number 49 comes up, put in a $20 bid for me. You cannot do that. You have to be there. Do it on the spot. Everything is in real time. And when we get close to the end of the bids on a particular item, Bill will start a clock, and you can hear it go tick, 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 tick. and four o'clock eastern time what what four four is the current number now like i always thought it would be four o'clock eastern <laughs> i thought so too <laughs> and uh, you know if you're a couple of minutes late don't sweat the small stuff because it usually takes uh, a few minutes at least to get going to introduce to uh lay out how the auction works and in the right corner weighing 210 pounds weighing doctor choices <laughs> Well, that's what I thought you meant to introduce, you know? Put what into your turkey dinner? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Am I am I sitting at a five tonight? No, you're at Frank for G's level. Can we put, drop you down to a two? No, no, just five is okay. <laughs> All right, you're at four now. Oh, that's cool. All right. That's cool, thank but, you. But anyway, she says introduction. That's what I got thinking about, a boxing introduction but i don't think he meant that but that's okay huh. <laughs> <laughs> no that's not quite what i meant <laughs> oh my goodness you are so funny so anyway tomorrow is one of the really exciting days in our lineup at yesterday usa the second most exciting day for me other than every saturday with our family um is super saturday which is is it the saturday before christmas that's uh, well, it's either going to be December 11th, 18th, or it could be the 4th. It'll be one of those three. <laughs> okay. It's a Saturday in December <laughs> before Christmas, um, and, and you will find out when. But it is an all-day Christmas show with Bill and Mike, and we play games, and they play Christmas shows and have some Christmas calls and fun. So it's a, it's a fun day, too. But tomorrow is the fun day that's uh, that's coming up first. So please participate. Uh, if nothing else, just 
listen in for a while because it can it can get like a lot of fun. If there are some items that I mean, everybody loves something in there for sure. Um, everybody loves somebody sometimes. It's true, but once in a while the bidding gets fierce. And I got into a fierce battle last year. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I won. I won. But um, I can't recall who I, who was I bidding against, Walden, for the Sherlock Holmes movie collection? Um, I don't know. I don't recall. I, I don't recall either. And I'm, I, I'm not oh. even sure I knew the person who wanted them as much as I did. But It might have been, or um, might have been, could have been Will. No, I, well, I don't think so. Well, built on everything, practically. I know, but, you know, he, he's not, once in a while he does get fierce. You're right. We have a member who shows up every year at, at auction time, Will DeFore, and by golly, he gets in there and says, $5 on this, and somebody else will put in a bill, okay, $10, you know, <laughs> he really wants something. But, um, you know, he's, he's an awful lot of fun to, to watch, and I think they probably send a private UPS truck to Will's <laughs> house by the end of the auction. Um, but it, it is fun, and I did wind up in a bidding war last year. Well, let me talk about some of the, the new features for them all. Okay. We, we got cash prizes. That's right. And we, got, we have a surprise cash prize that nobody knows about except for me uh, and Bill and Kim. <laughs> Are you pulling numbers this year? No, no, but I wish I was. Um, <laughs> first of all, our good friend Lynn and Ellenberg have donated $200 in cash that will be cut up at four $50 cash prices. And they're going to do something different this year. Instead of having the raffle with the bonus tickets, you'll get one ticket for every item you win. And if you you might lucky out and win one of the stiffy dollars. You might win two, three, or four, depending on the raffle ticket that they draw. So, Elbert, thank you so much for doing that. And then another cash prize just came in, Patricia. Um, you know, uh, from Patty and all the volunteers, had came up with twenty-five two-dollar bills. Oh, what's and these go back to the 60s with the red on them. And they're going to figure out tomorrow how they're going to give away those. Oh, my goodness. What a great deal. Yeah. So those are some of the new cash prizes that will be um, will be sprinkled out through the auction tomorrow. Something a little different. Uh, so if you're interested in looking for a $2 bill, it's been a while since we had one floating around here, you know. I haven't seen one for quite a while. Yeah. So there are going to be 25 of them going back to the 60s. Now, tell me again who contributed those. I'm trying to think. Uh, Pat, and I'm trying to think. They're the volunteers that always go down and help them out. Uh, Patty and... Would be Patricia, Bill's... Um, not not his cousin. And but then um, the Pat one, and Ron Chisholm? Yeah, Pat and Ron donated two, $25, $2 bills. They, they come up with... They contributed or donated the um, Sherlock Holmes set that I was bidding so fiercely on last year. So they, they come up with some really intriguing stuff. That's a super idea. That's a great idea. Also, we do uh, we do have another uh, Red Rider package just went up. That's the last of the all-night items. Uh, so you might want to take note of that. It's also autographed by Frank Brzee and Tommy Cook and Johnny McGovern, three of the little beavers, and a lot of little extra bonuses in that with the Red Rider BB gun. 
So that's a new all-nighter that's up. And when Walden talks about an all-nighter, the items are available to bid on at any time. At some point along the way, Bill will pull one of them and say, okay, well, we're going to do this one last time through. M is an all-nighter. They, they come by the alphabet, by the way. There is, um, ooh, what do we have here? I'm going to bid on two of them this year. I looked at F, G, H, I, J. K is not used because it's phonetically similar to too many letters. L, M, N, O, P, Q, and R. Now, those are generally larger items. They're always larger items. And they can go at any time, but you can also place a bid at any time. You don't have to listen for a particular number or a particular color. Just take a look at the list. And, for example, L is, oh, this is the good one, <laughs> L, item L, which is an all-nighter. And when, as I say, when Bill calls it an all-nighter, it means there's no limit on the amount of time for bidding, but he will say, okay, within the next 10 minutes, we're going to let item L go. So if you want to get a bid in, get in there fast, and then at the end of 10 minutes, the high bidder will get it. L is seven nights at Mike Handy's condo in Cozumel, Mexico. Is that too much or what? That's very nice. Is, now, it, do that mean, if, do I kick an option out and buy the condo for seven nights? I don't, you're going to buy it for seven nights? Uh-huh. Why would you buy it if, if you if, could bid on it? Because then I could resell it. I think, I think we need to talk to your mom and find <laughs> out about the dinner tonight. <laughs> Could we please talk to your mom? <laughs> now, this one is unusual. Mike's condo in Cozumel is a beautiful new condo yep. that overlooks the water. And um, it's a, it is a neat deal. Seven nights, the minimum bid. And this is the only one that in, on the large items that has ever had a minimum bid other than the opening bid, standard opening bid of $5 all the way through the auction. It's a $500 minimum bid, no questions asked. Um, the dates, the winner and Mike will discuss the dates, but it is seven nights at a condo in Cozumel. And if you get it for $500, this is a treat and a half. If you get it for $1,000, it's a, a bargain. $2,000. I mean, when, when you stop and think about having... A condo to rent in a vacation area. Days in a vacation area yeah. with snorkeling and sports and fishing and a pool and all sorts of neat things. Um, you, you think about the price per night at a condo, and my goodness, what a wonderful opportunity! And Mike Handy did that. I'm I'm not so sure I'd be comfortable just <laughs> tossing it out to the entire internet system around the world, but he has done that. And as Walden said, there's a Red Rider rifle set, 1938 Red Rider. Uh, it's a 1938 model, or mm -hmm. it's a 1938 gun. It's a it's a um it's a model of a 1938. Okay, it's a little ambiguous the way it's. Uh -huh. I thought it was a model. It's modeled after the 1938 Red Rider BB gun, and this one is signed by Little Beavers, Tommy Cook, Frank Brzee. And Johnny McGovern, who were three of the six Little Beavers on the uh, on the Little Beaver or Red Rider radio show.
Good stuff. Let's see what else we've got here. And we got, I know Patricia and I like to thank all the family for helping out. You guys did, came out in space. Thank you for, uh, for donating. Uh, it'd be too many names to list here from the Yesterday USA family who listened to us on Saturday night. But all you stepped in and participated, and I know Patricia and I are very grateful about that. We are. It was a little bit, um, I don't want to say edgy, but there were some concerns because the economy has just hit everybody. I don't care where you live, how you live, or what kind of a lifestyle you have. The economy has hurt an awful lot of people this year, and in spite of that, the whole family came through. I mean, we've got some wonderful gifts here that will be going up for auction, and... um, Thank you all. Thank you all for really? ma- making homemade stuff, for making CD, for buying. Those of you who, do- who didn't donate but are going to plan to bid them all, thank you for doing that, too. And Kim wanted me to remind everybody, you can pre-register tonight. So you could email your information or go online and maybe Patricia's explaining how PayPal works, how, how they, Bill and Kim handle PayPal. But there are ways that you can pre-register um, throughout the night. And into the morning before the auction starts, four o'clock Eastern. And mm-hmm. so, so pre-registration allows Bill and Kim to know that you're serious, that you're not um, Billy from someplace in the middle of Europe calling in and saying I'm bidding two hundred dollars on an item, and then Billy never shows up again. <laughs> so pre-registering means allowing Kim and Bill to have your payment information, your name, address, and phone number, If so Kim has a number to call if there's a question, and to do this ahead of time. Um, financial information is your credit card number, whichever credit card you would like billed, and if there are some restraints on it, like don't bill this until a week from Monday or I'm using a debit card and um, I'm not going to make a deposit until next week, those are fine. Kim will be more than happy to work with you on that. But it would be extremely helpful for them to have your method of payment and the number ahead of time. And you can do that through the website. If you go to yesterdayusa.com and then the auction page, just click on the link that's in the right hand gray box, there are instructions on how you can register online with your name, address for Kim to to have some place to send your items if you win, and um, your phone number if she has a question, or you can mail, email this information to bb at yesterdayusa.com, that's bb for Bill Bragg, bb at yesterdayusa.com, same thing, name, address, telephone number, and your method of payment, and make the ad- the address in big enough letters so that Kim can just hit print and stick it on the box that you win. With PayPal, all they need to know is um, your PayPal email, your name, obviously, <laughs> and your PayPal, the PayPal email. Bill, uh, Kim will be able to bill your account directly, and your name and address is already in your PayPal account. It would be helpful if you put that in the email as well. So just put your email address that you've got registered as, as part of your PayPal account plus your mailing address and send it to Kim. And uh, everything is going to be dandy. 
it, it sounds a little complicated when you go through so many options that you have, but it really is quite easy. Just pick one, go to the website if you're going to register online, send an email to bb at yesterdayusa.com with your name, address, phone number, and credit card number, or name, address, phone number, and the PayPal email address you use with your PayPal account. And if, cool. it, if you're not comfortable with that, they worked up a check or a cashier check, and you just won't get you, – you'll get their item once they receive the, the amount of payment. That's right. People who pay um, – who, who pre-register will have their boxes sent out first. As soon as the boxes go to the post office, the ones that have paid with uh, credit cards up front or their PayPal account up front and, and been prepared ahead of time, we'll have them sent out immediately. Otherwise, as Walden says, if you're sending a money order or a cashier's check, if that's what you're comfortable with, or a personal check, when they clear, Tim will send the boxes to you. So it'll be a little bit later whenever your check gets there and gets deposited. But your boxes will be there. Yeah. And it really is quite a fun day. Even if you sit on the sidelines and just watch what's happening, it's a pretty cool thing to watch and pay attention to. And uh, it, will, it will probably run 10 hours. So if you make the beginning, tune in the middle. And tune make sure the that the items you want to bid on aren't in the beginning. That's if you're it. going to miss something, make sure you miss a part that doesn't have a couple of items that you're planning to bid on. Could you read off what uh, 52, 53, and 54? I haven't looked at those. Could you mind reading those off? I would be happy to. Hold All on. right. Um, okay, lot 52 has three collections in here. Lot 52 red is the first collection, and that is uh, a travel drive is listed. It's an exporter brand USB mini flash drive, 2 gigabyte plug-and-play for Windows Vista. Um, and yours truly, Johnny Dollar, eight shows on four CDs from Reps, Walden, and Yesterday USA. The white collection has a book, cassettes, and bookmarker. It's a softbound TV guide, first edition guide to TV. It's a 1,264-page book that is, quote, the most definitive encyclopedia of television, close quote. Detailed profiles of more than 7,100 shows from 2005 from Cliff and Susan Dice. Retail value on that is $37.97. When Kim can do this, she will, she will tell you what the retail price is on these items so you have an idea of the value of the items that you're bidding on. Uh, there is also a bookmark that has a high-quality black-and-white picture and a place for notes on the back uh, for page notations. Well, that's interesting. And that's from Tom Chow, our um, – <laughs> he comes in with various names right now. He's Captain Kansas. Tom is from uh, – Tom is from Kansas, and that's what he signs into the chat room as. Um, also, a cassette – Set the 60 greatest old-time radio shows that transition to TV. How interesting. 60 shows on 20 tapes with information booklet by Radio Spirits from Cliff and Susan Dice. Now, that's in an entire collection. That is listed as Lot 52, Collection White. So you would bid on, all you would say is 52 white and the amount of money that you'd like to bid on that group. I'm beginning to understand why Bill gets out of breath. <laughs> this is only one. Okay, so we're still on lot 52. Yeah. And now we're down to the blue collection. 
note cards, cassette, a set, oh, a cassette set, and CDs. Um, we've got note cards, uh, black and white, high-quality photos, note cards. The inside of the cards are blanks, and those are also from Tom. They are one of a kind. <clears throat> Excuse me, Tom is a photographer, and he did the, the cards in different pictures and the sets of cards with various pictures. Each collection has a single picture, and the collections are in various uh, parts of the auction. So he, he did more than one. Okay, then we have uh, on a cassette, The Adventures of Captain Hudson, The Lost Minds of Paradise. There were four, I'm sorry, there are five. Hold on. <laughs> five, four. Five Five hours mm -hmm. on four cassettes. Does right. that sound right? That's right. Okay. It, it's Again, it's, it's just a little ambiguous the way it's printed here. The story uh, takes place in 1936. Captain Hudson is uh, trying to make an honest buck. And in the air cargo business, that's interesting. It was distributed by Auto, Audio Cinema Entertainment, first of many to come. Um, original plays. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. So that's, that completes... 52 blue, and that's the entire, that's only one lot. That is number 52. This is an example of what will be going up tomorrow and why it takes 10 hours to get through here. Uh, I have to change my lighting a little bit here. Uh, this is Jessica USA. If you want to give us a call, we are open for, for business. 714-545-2071. We'll be opening up and do our normal trivia and topic of the night, but we just wanted to prep for everybody for tomorrow. Yeah, and then maybe periodically I can just randomly pluck a lot and a number and, um, you know, give you an idea of what's going to be in there tomorrow. By the way, uh, in between all of this, and I, I have another one to go here, <laughs> this, is, this is big time stuff, uh, the, the theme for tonight Walden guessed it when I said, it's two days after Thanksgiving. What do you think the theme tonight is going to be? And he guessed it immediately. What do you do with turkey leftovers? Or how do you make leftovers from leftover turkey? 714-545-2071. What do you do? What did your family do? What did your neighbors do? What do your friends do? What do you do when you have so much turkey left over? What do you do with it? 714-545-2071. And as always, if you're a first-time caller or if you've never called Walden and me on a Saturday night before, you get a CD with your favorite show on it. And I've been pretty, I've been pretty good about finding favorite shows. I haven't bombed too many times. I don't think I've ever bombed, have I? You never do, and you never will. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, some of the requests were a little edgy. <laughs> but I, I do recall that I found something for every request. Okay, so now we're up to number 54. 54 has a magazine, cassette, set, and CDs. Doc Savage, The Sea Magician and the Living Menace. That's a pulp reprint books by Nostalgia, and, um, Nostalgia Ventures from John Redman, mm -hmm. another uh, Adventures of Captain Hudson, The Lost Minds of Paradise that we had in the last lot. Yeah, that was Diffie 2, yep. Pardon? That was Diffie 2 when you saw that last. 
Oh, gosh, I missed 54. That's okay. What made 54? Oh, my goodness. All right, we're on 54. There's only one collection in 54. And uh, within 54, okay, so you've got Doc Savage, The Sea Magician, Mm -hmm. and The Living Menace, which is a pulp reprint by Nostalgic nostalgia ventures my right. gosh i'd be a really great announcer for this wouldn't i and the company's no longer existed so that's okay say what the company gone who's gone nostalgia ventures oh well well i mean but still people would like to know that it's something that's really special that's it's, true uh, that's true reprint books that's okay true. and the adventures of captain hudson is in there as well mm-hmm. and also the green valley line 1934 chapters one through 26 it was a, a one a one-time deal with the green valley line and their high quality mp3s now this is this is one of the shows i talk about periodically and gosh whoever wins it i would love to hear from you please call and tell me what you think of the show i have some thoughts about it but i really want to hear yours let's see it was uh that i returned um Retail. Christopher London, we have two shows. Christopher London from Reps, Walden, and Yesterday USA. Uh, they are the Brewster Boy, two shows. Oh, we've got another one here. Okay, this is, is this a CD? Yes, CDs. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it, sometimes it's it's difficult to uh, sort out how Ken has these Right. Up. Okay, it's uh, the Brewster Boys are two shows on one CD recorded from an album with a copied album cover by Mark 56. Mark 56 is, oh no, that's Mark 7. No, Mark 56, you're, you're right. Mark 56 was a, uh, a record company back in the 70s and 60s that did old-time radio. Well, they and, sure did. And they, and, they, and they named the company after the son. And he was born 56. How neat. Yeah. Okay, that Brewster boy, two shows. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to tell us about that one. I don't recognize that. Sure, that would that's be. From, that's from... John Redman, right. and a Cloak and Dagger, one show from Walden Hughes. Is that also a CD or is that a cassette? CD. A CD as well. Uh-huh. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I always josh about the Green Valley line. I know. I, you know, I just, I, I don't want to say anything tonight because I really want to know what, what somebody else thinks about it. That's right. Patricia's dying to know your opinion. So donate a dollar, pick up the set, you can give us a call. Donate a dollar, pick up the set. What set? Well, bid on the item, win it, listen, and give us a call. Yeah. That's all. Bid on the item and give us a call. Yeah. And if you, I'll wait until, I'll wait until next week to say that. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I still have um, other things you wanted I wanted to watch Diffy 3. 52. 53. You read 52. So I went 52. Two. And, Th- all right, we didn't do 53 yet. Yeah. Okay, oh, this is cool. All right. Um, we have a Mickey Mouse watch. Hey. Fun. Features the f- classic full-color design, accurate Japanese quartz movement, two-tone case, and a brown strap. Now, that's from Dick Cartelli. That's not a name I recognize. Listening tonight, would you please call and introduce yourself or let me introduce myself and say hi to us. Mickey. Wow. Mickey Mouse Watch. This is so cool. Okay. Then you get some uh, Christmas shows, a collection of 50 Christmas shows on a CD. Hooray. All right. Okay. So that's that's number 53 red. red. Okay. We'll get to 53 white, the cluster that's in 53 white. Mm -hmm. 
Um, we've got another set of cards from Tom. Okay. And these are coffee note cards, he calls them. This is cool. And uh, they're, they're really nice. It's a set of eight cards with blank inside, so you put your own note there. They're really high quality and uh, really pretty to look at. I, I took a look at the pictures of the ones, picture, <laughs> Kim put pictures of the pictures up on the information page. And, uh, boy, they are really cool, Tom. Thank you. Very nice. All right. We've got a cassette set. Uh, that's hard to say. Cassette set? Uh-huh. Cassette set. We have a cassette set. <laughs> 60 greatest old-time radio shows in the 20th century. 60 shows on 20 tapes with information booklets from Cliff and Susan Dice. Sorry, Wrong Number with Barbara Stanwyck. These are DVDs. Sorry, Wrong Number with Barbara Stanwyck. Nick Carter, Master Detective with Walter Pidgeon. The Case of the Black Cat, a Perry Mason movie with Ricardo Cortez. Do I know Ricardo Cortez? I don't, if you do. Not either. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay, so it's a Perry Mason movie with Ricardo Cortez and June Trev. I cannot say her. Traver? Traver. Probably Traver. June Traver. Uh-huh. June Traver. Okay. And Murder, He Says, with Fred McMurray. And all of those are from Mike Handy. Now, Mike does a really nifty job with uh, DVDs. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the market for old movies, this is a goodie. Okay, then we get down to, we're still on 53, but we're down to 53 blue. This entire cluster goes together. Uh, uh, We've got CDs and CDR, well, CDs. A Grateful Heart, 12 tracks, and that's from, oh, A Grateful Heart, that's Chad. Um, Our, Chad, you have to tell me one night how to say your name correctly. I think it's Chad Ryan, who is also one of our chat room family, and uh, Chad is a musician and a composer. So this is a CD that he composed and provided the, uh, the classical music, semi-classical music for, and it's really neat. I've heard it. Chad, thank you so much. Um, also, we have a CD, Piano Selections, by Ron Miyashiro. Now, people who listen on Saturday nights when we say, Hi, Ron, how are things in Hawaii? This is our Ron in Hawaii, 12 cuts. Um, it, it's just beautiful. The, the music is absolutely beautiful, and uh, Bill plays it occasionally. If you're listening during the week to the nightly live show Monday through Thursday, occasionally Bill will play a piece from Ron's CD, and it is really cool. Um, Okay, and then we have, that's from Ron, let's see, CDs. Okay, we're up to CDs, 24 old-time radio shows on 12 CDs. These must be high quality. Yes? Uh Uh-huh. When you only get two shows per CD. That's me. You are you are in the big megabyte department. Uh huh. You're a big timer. Yep. Oh yes. Oh yes. We've got Stephen Front Street, NBC short story, The Silent Men, Screen Guild Theater, A Man Behind the Gun, and others. And that's from John Redman. Thank you, John. Plus Christmas music collection, 200 songs and carols. This is great. Okay, so that's number 53. I told you what 54 was. Yeah. You got 52. So the reason why I did that, everybody kind of had a chance to look at the list. So 
That's why I have poor Patricia. <laughs> you have to one. know what you're going to bid on. Do you know what you're going to bid on? Are we allowed to ask that? We can, but I, you know, I don't want to break anybody's heart feelings, though. I would love to have the money to bid on everything. Oh, I, yes. I circled, I circled three items. I circled an all-nighter. Uh-huh. I circled the Wi-Fi radio for I, just in case. I've been thinking about that for the family, you know, getting a Wi-Fi. Show me our new listeners working on that. And I would love to get your uh, input, everybody, what Wi-Fi radio you use. So I thought about that for the family as a Christmas present. Uh, many of you know I, I'm a big one-man family fan, so... Uh, I'm, there's a, they have a 1936 radio premium, the one man family scrapbook, letter N, as in Nancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you love one man I family. Do. I do. So I thought about that. And then, uh, 43 red, uh, John donated the red skeleton set, which I don't have. Uh, you know. Uh, red. I think these are the one from the 1950s. So, uh-huh. so those are some of the things I have circled. I mean, now what I do, Joe, everybody, I circle the things I'm going to bid, then I will listen. And if I think there's a, a good deal or something just not happening, I'll throw a couple of dollars just in the pot. So, I'm one of those guys who, you know, I will circle the one I want to bid and then sort of snipe around to see what's out there. Just the I try to work within a budget. I think we all we all do, um, and that's sort of what I got figured out, Patricia. But again, there's so many wonderful items, you know, Lucy cats, and uh, you know, off all the stuff that Chad and Ron and everybody in the family, Ray donated blank CDs, and there's many of them. Many people donated. I, you know, just. It, warms our heart that everybody participate and I well we'll be some things throughout the night you you're one of the family members like Tom or somebody who donated and want to call and tell what some of these items or what you chose to donate we'd love to hear from you too so anyway to keep it going for them all we're open to it we are open to it yeah we would love to hear it. Yeah. Some of these all-night items are just <sighs> good stuff. Yep. Good stuff. Yep. Really good stuff. Now, three of the all-night items. Now, that's on the other page. No. I, I think they're all on the front page, I now, think. I, I get a little confused here. Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we do not have A, B, and C or D and E. No. Nope. I nope. guess because they're... Phonetically. I guess. Okay. Um, F, G, and H. I put together a collection of shows that, uh, and they're all different, by the way. Um, The three collections on the first one, we've got 3,900 shows. The second one has 5,600 shows. But that one includes Superman and Lumen Abner, and there were a huge number of 15-minute shows in there. So that's why that number is so big. I want to make sure people understand that. And the third collection has almost 3,000 shows in it. And if you'd like to go over any of the lists later, um, I, I would be happy to do that. In the first one, we've got five DVDs with Jack Benny. And you can get a lot of Jack Bennys on five DVDs. Um, I think there is a total. 
Uh, I, I did the total on how many shows, but that's okay. Um, several hundred uh, Jack Benny shows, the entire run of Gunsmoke, 744 Super McGee and Molly shows, 563 Challenge of the Yukon, World War II collection. We've got Fred Allen, the Aldrich family, Philip Marlowe, Box 13, Let George Do It, The Shadow, Lux Radio Theater, Rocky Jordan, Escape, X-1, You Bet Your Life, Ellery Queen, Lights Out, Bob Hope, Six Shooter, and Halls of Ivy, and that's in one collection. Um, and all three of them are different, so I will run down a list later of the other ones, and we can just kind of hop around and, and do some fun stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. You can give us a call, 714-545-2071. How would you thank giving everybody? We'd love to hear it. How's the weather out there? It's starting to rain a little bit in California. It rains uh, in the football game. It never rains in Southern California. I know, but I don't think I heard a little bit outside earlier, but I'm not sure. You know, that could just I be think it's illegal. That should be right a, here in the law book. Yeah, it should be an optical illusion, so I must just be hearing sound. <laughs> I think it's an audio illusion. <laughs> <laughs> too funny. It's an audio illusion. You're hearing things that aren't there. That's right. It's an audio illusion. Anyway, so how how's everything down in Florida, Patricia? How's the weather? How's everything with you? Oh, everything is dandy. I've just got all this turkey in the refrigerator. So um, I'm really hopeful that people will <laughs> call in with some thoughts about what to do with leftover turkey. I went squirreling around the Internet, and I found a whole bunch of suggestions. Some of them look really good. Um some of them look like they're as much trouble to put together as the original turkey dinner, so I would cross them off my list. But um, So what did you have? Did, what did you decide to have as your Thanksgiving meal besides the turkey? Uh, well, I mean, you know what I do. I know. You know, just my own stuff. So yeah. I'm kind of portioning things out. Okay. So I had um, sweet potato and turkey and stuffing and... Olives and cranberry sauce, and I didn't eat my vegetables unless you couldn't. Would you consider a sweet potato vegetable? I would. Really? I would consider an olive a vegetable. Oh, it's, oh, good, right? And cranberry, of course. Yeah. I mean, I realize that they do a few things. <laughs> to <get laughs> so I think you were good. I, I think you had a well-balanced meal. Oh, uh, it was balanced. Oh, yes. Yeah. The plate didn't fall over, so I guess it was pretty well balanced. But um, so it's nice. But I've got it. I've got this turkey. And I, I bet the smell throughout your place was good all day long, though. Oh, it was good all day long. Yeah. I make a good turkey. Yeah. A uh, good turkey. And you had family. Had family. We had nine. Uh, we had Emma, who was on my show with me last night, six years old. Very verbal. It's terrific. There. See people, you know, when I was three and a half, I only spoke three words. They, you know, mama, papa, baba, hot, whatever. So five, I guess. So making up for it now. I know. Then, uh, so Emma was, was here, and uh, she's my first cousin once removed, and her brother Troy, who's twelve, and then my first cousin Kimberly. Uh, so she brought her two kids to go to Disneyland for three days and come over, spend two, uh, Thursday, Friday, and half of today to with us and uh so where they're from please they're from oakland so that's We're about how, how far away from eight, is that? eight hours around san francisco isn't yep. it yep yep they run a restaurant oh, and, and wow they, a piece of geography i got it right okay. yes right they run a restaurant and then they have a import business from uh turkey 
Really? Yeah, they import uh, olive oil and uh, dry fruits and put them throughout stores and things throughout California and the West, in the West. Uh, so, so, uh, so. Import. Uh huh. Like dates and stuff. Yep. Apricots are actually dry apricots and different those types of things are very go very big in the natural food, uh, natural food stores out here on the West Coast. Wow. Yeah. California is a little interesting. Um, we are blessed to have probably some of the most freshest fruits and vegetables in the world. So competition is tough because um, people are used to seeing things really nice, really clean, really fresh. I mean, it's not like other parts where you see a little brown and you accept that. It's all fresh stuff. So competition is, you know, high quality stuff at really decent prices. So try and import some you know, dry fruits and things, that's probably not the easiest way to go. But they they do very well at that. Uh, they have a very successful restaurant that catered especially to the uh, uh, medical community, the nurses and things uh, in the in the area come and eat at their establishment um, on especially for lunch and things like that. Mm-hmm. So they so they've been doing it for almost twenty years. Do they have any special offerings, any special menu items because they do cater to, um, uh, they're top heavy on medical groups? Um, no, it's, it's a variety of things, uh, and they'll change it, her husband will change it, um, but it's a lot, it's sort of a cuisine, so you could, you would see some pasta and some meats and different things, hmm. but it, but because... They don't, have a, they don't have a column that says heart healthy or anything like that? No, no. They don't, and the, the whole and the um, desserts are homemade desserts. Uh, uh, these are from my Aunt Carol's recipe book. Tell so, me what. Tell me what. Yeah. You know, well. Tell me. Oh, we know. Me. We 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 know what we know what Patricia likes, don't we? Oh, she likes chocolate. Uh huh. Dark chocolate cakes and things uh, like homemade. You know, made at home and brought to the restaurant kind of thing. Walden. Yes. Where is mine? I know. Oh, uh, wow. So that's, that's what they specialize in, all that homemade bakery items that Kim will do at home and bring to the restaurants. Uh-huh. And... Goodness. Oh, yeah. And so it... How, it, many, how many people do they feed a day? Or how many mouths? How oh, many? I, I have never asked, but I think the restaurant could easily fit 200. Ooh, that's a big restaurant. Yeah, they have several employees. Um, you know, they, and... This is not a little mop and pop. No, they, they have three or four or five people working for them, and, uh, it's done so well that it's off, uh, the employees have gone off and started with three different restaurants in the area. Um, so it's, it's a very well established. Okay, here's the magic question. Yeah. Did they bring a dessert for you? They made it home from scratch. At your house? Yeah. What did they make? They made Indian pumpkin custard. Ooh. Um, Ooh, does that sound good? Uh huh. And with homemade maple syrup oh. topping. There is no such thing. Uh huh. 
There isn't. <laughs> the last time I heard the words homemade maple syrup yeah. was in a Fibber McGee and Molly I know. when you tried to tap the ash tree in the yard or the elm tree, whichever. What they do, take ma- a really pure maple syrup and mix it up with whipped cream and use that as a topping on this homemade pumpkin custard pie. Oh, my word. Well, everybody lumbered away from the table on that one. <laughs> How many calories? I don't know. I didn't eat a lot. I Generally, I, I'm pretty good about buffet. I'm sort of, I pick and choose, so I just had one plate full. Uh, so we had turkey. You had your uh, our turkey from Boston Market to make it easy for all the cooks. Um, mashed potatoes and gravy. We had two stuffings, oyster stuffing, which you know, you know, everybody knows my affinity for fish, so I left that for my dad. Lack of affinity. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a uh, vegetable stuffing, which was from Boston Market, which was very good. We then I went to Marie Candor and also buy two pumpkin pies. So we had several desserts. We had the pumpkin custard right after dinner. And then three hours late, three hours earlier, we cracked open the pumpkin pie. And the next day, that Friday, uh, the football dad and I went to a marine counter and got lemon meringue pie. You knew that was coming. Yes. If anyone ever wants to give Walden a gift, and it won't ship well, it's lemon pie. Yes. Lemon meringue. Lemon meringue. Oh, you do want the meringue? Sure. Oh, now see, I misunderstood. I would have sent you a lemon pie without the meringue. I would it. take it either way. <laughs> I love the lemon, you know. <laughs> as long as it's lemon. As long as it's lemon. And then uh, tonight we had leftover um, pumpkin pie. With, and my mom put on the homemade maple syrup topping on the pumpkin pie. <sighs> wow. And so that was the uh, that was the feast for this year. I only, uh, I didn't see seconds, so I'm hoping Patricia can get the turkey in the email to send to me because I haven't Happy had seconds. <laughs> I don't know how many pounds <laughs> I have in the refrigerator. So tomorrow I have to um, take out what I'm going to eat and find ways to put the rest in the freezer. Yeah, poor Patricia. Well, that's oh, going to be a big me. job. That terrible. Uh, poor me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I do like turkey. So this was a very good time of the year. Very good. 714-545-2071. Just hit the Food Network if you haven't tell. This is the Food Network tonight. (laughs) What do you do with leftover turkey? Please tell us. And I do have some recipes. Only if you're interested. But I won't know if you're not interested unless you call. 714-545-2071. And I got a note from Sarah Karloff this week. Oh. I had sent her a thank you note for being such a wonderful guest a few weeks ago. Um, On October 30th, she was our guest. Uh, And I don't know how she does it. I mean, the stamina to have, uh, I I think, tell me the name of the. Of the annual event that was. Uh, The Chiller Convention. The Chiller Convention? Chiller, uh-huh. Okay, and she was there. This was the end of her second day, and Lucy from New York had called in to tell us what an enormous event this is. Tens of thousands of people. I think they get 15,000 people show up. A day? Yeah. Yeah, and this yeah. was... Um, now, 
No, I believe Lucy said if they have a 10,000 10, day, it's very slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he would know. He, yeah, and Lucy, maybe you could call in and give us some numbers on that yeah. one. But this was the end of her second day there, and these are... them and your family happy thanksgiving sarah karloff so i thought that was very sweet of her to say thank you to all of you for um for listening for enjoying and for paying tribute to her dad who was a remarkable person i just oh one of my favorite people boris karloff one of my favorite people and we're gonna feature a little bit of boris a little later yes we are yeah christmas surprise don't give away my christmas surprise You're always giving me stuff away. Boy, oh boy, I work so hard on surprises. And what happens? Walden says, oh, by the way. Squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> he squeaks. When, when Walden is going to give something away, he squeaks. Okay. So I have some, some good stuff from history. Tell me, what do you got? All right. On November 27th, which would have been the day we started, except that... We got all messed up, and we always do on the fourth Saturday of the month. So please put that on your calendar. We're messed. It just put messed up on the fourth Saturday of every month on your calendar. Just use the words messed up. So the 27th was Saturday, which is when our show is scheduled. So I pulled out two items from the 27th and two items from the 28th, which is Today, for most of us, well, for some of us, it's, it's Sunday for me. It's not Sunday for you yet, is it? Uh-uh. And certainly not for Ron. He has a way to go. Aloha. In Hawaii. Aloha. Okay, so on November 27th, in 1924, Macy's Department Store had its first Thanksgiving parade. Hooray! Isn't that great? The and 27th I, in 1924. Now, that was very late for Thanksgiving. That's true. And I bet our friend uh, Milton Delug, who we had on earlier this week, Bill, ran it again this year. In 1927, he would have been there? Well, he'd no, been alive. He, no, he ran it this year. Yeah, he ran it this year, but he'd been alive back then, too. Well, I don't think he was running a parade No, in probably not. No, nah, he was busy learning how to play the accordion back in those days. <laughs> probably. But anyway, <laughs> I thought that was pretty neat. It was That's the first nice. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, 1924. That's a long time ago. I didn't realize that they had started that that far behind. I was listening to the, um, the Thanksgiving CBS News, and they had somebody talk about the parade and how cold it was and the balloons and stuff like that there. That there. <laughs> Who says that? That oh, I think that's the one. Only Fibber McGee of Fibber McGee and Molly. Yeah. And stuff like that there. <laughs> yeah. When he's going through a list and he's trying to defend his position on something, he'll say and stuff like that there. Good line. Okay. On November twenty seventh, in nineteen thirty four. Babyface Nelson was wanted after a shootout with federal agents in Illinois. Melvin Purvis, the head of the Chicago Bureau of the Department of Justice, told his men, get babyface Nelson, get her alive. You know, there there was such a romance Mm -hmm. around the early gangsters. Mm -hmm. We don't have gangsters like we had with John Dillinger and Mm -hmm. babyface Nelson and and those guys. Times have changed. (laughs) Times have changed. 
Our gangsters have changed. Yeah. How disappointing. Yeah. Well, anyhow, Babyface Nelson went on the, the wanted list on November 27, 1934. Mm -hmm. and, you know, as if that was the most important thing I could pull out. It just tickled me. <laughs> okay, November 28th. This one's fun. In 1922, Captain Cyril Turner of the Royal Air Force gave the first skywriting exhibition, and it was in New York City. And he was up in this airplane, he was skywriting, and it said, Hello, USA, call Vanderbilt 7200. Now, 47,000 people called, but somebody chopped off the rest of the sentence. <laughs> information about Captain Cyril Turner doing the first skywriting exhibition in New York City on November 28, 1922. What was the number? I'll find it. I just didn't have time to do that tonight. I was uh, kind of got sidetracked here a little bit because I've been doing uh, checking the, the links on the auction, but um, I will find out what 47,000 people called. Well, give a guess. What do you think? Uh, it would have been New York. Uh, Vanderbilt would have been one of the upper. Yeah, you know, I know what it, I know what they called about. Oh, what did they call about? Is that you, Moot? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did they put in this maple syrup? <laughs> oh my gosh! No, no, they did not say is that you, Moot? <laughs> Were you there, Charlie? Say what? Were you there, Charlie? You know that was that was the, that was the line from uh, Moon Moon uh, Moonshow the uh, the he was a radio radio comedian of the 1930s, uh, Jack Pearl, and his favorite line when somebody doubt what they said, well, were you there, Charlie? Oh, what a great line! Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I wasn't, but I you know. weren't either. I know. No. I know, teeny. Okay, and 1948, November 28, 1948. This one is very important. Hopalong Cassidy premiered on television that in 1948. Is, that's a big deal. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it, it just blows me away when I look at dates like this and it's television. Mm -hmm. Wow. So Hoppy, Hoppy hopped over to television. Well, it, he was on TV before the radio show. Was he one of those? Uh-huh, he was. Yeah. Oh, good for Patricia for remembering. <laughs> yeah. We have to get you a bell for Patricia to ring when I get something right. Are you sure you want it? Kim does not like Bill Bell. I hate it. I know. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, maybe just a little little Christmas jingle bell, you know? Wait a minute. I think I have one. Let me go look. Okay. I, I will just keep talking. Are, are you really looking? Yeah, I'm looking. He's really looking. Okay, just a reminder that tomorrow is auction day at Yesterday USA. Tune in on the radio. However you're listening now, just tune in again tomorrow, 4 o'clock Eastern Time. And a little bit after 4 o'clock, Bill will get going on the auction. And uh, you are invited to bid on the items that will be going up for bids. The entire list is at the Yesterday USA website at yesterdayusa.com. That brings you to the home page. And on the right-hand side, in a gray box, is a link that will take you to the auction items. Go to a page that has some explanations with a link that says click here. 
And when you click here, you go to the entire list of items that will be up for bid tomorrow. There are some fun things in here. Um, am I allowed to tell you that I really? No, I'm not. Maybe I will. I would really love to have the Topper series. Hooray! There is a DVD set of Topper, 48 TV programs on 12 DVDs. It was a series. Um, Topper was a banker, this says, an uptight banker, yes. Um, Cosmo Topper, and the ghosts, he, only he could see the ghosts, George and Marion. There are also... Um, Two movies, Topper Takes a Trip and Topper Returns. So there are 12 DVDs with 48 TV programs of Topper, plus two Topper movies, and they're from My Candy. And I would just love to have them. So I will be bidding on that one, <clears throat> I hope. Now, that, that's down to number 36. I should be okay, because I do set a budget every year. And if uh, um, I bid cautiously... So if I run out of money on, you know, if I hit my, my ceiling on number 20, that's where I have to stop bidding. And we've got all of this other stuff that's available for bidding. So I will tell you how I sort out my, which items am I going to bid on. I'll do that a little bit later. Did you find a Tinkle Bell? Uh, no, I just found my Santa hat. So I'll put that on for the show. I'll, I'll put that on the show. I'll put that on now. That way, guess it's a little decoration for the show. A Santa hat? Is that what you said? Uh-huh. You have... <laughs> yes, we are now full bore. Uh-huh. So I have my Santa hat on. I just couldn't find my Santa bill. I thought I had a Santa bill here, but uh, it wasn't up in my, in my trophy case. So I'll be replaced. I will find a bill when we do the show. I'll see if I'm well. No. <laughs> yeah, they're in the closet outside. Yeah, so I will I, find a bell. Somewhere I will find a bell. Well, I know Christmas is coming uh, because, you know, uh, I got to pull out the decoration, and I'm in the mood. Let's, let's see what, what we got here. The, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. on. My house. What? Come on. What are you Who? Come on. What? Oh, hey, I wanted this song. Silver Here we go. Oh, yes. Oh, I wanted... Okay, I'll play that one, too. Silver Bells is my it's favorite Christmas song. My very, very, very favorite Christmas song. That is a great song. But I also like this song here, too. Take a look in the five and ten. Uh-huh. Listen and once again. With candy canes and silver lanes aglow. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store. The day after Christmas, it's, or the day after Thanksgiving, it's Christmas for Walden. Oh, I died, I died in November before oh. everybody. <laughs> I was trying to be good, you know. I didn't. It, Walden never really what it comes down to. Yes. Oh, yes. It's Christmas time in the city. Ring-a-ling. Ring-a-ling. Hear them ring. Ting-a-ling. Soon it will be 
Christmas Day. Uh, let's see, that is Bing Crosby. And I'm trying to think of the, uh, the girl singer was on his way. She had some guest shots in the 50s. Okay. 1957 when this version came out. Well, give me a minute. Okay. Children laughing, people passing, meeting smile after smile. And on every street corner you hear. Silver bells. Silver bells. Silver bells. It's Christmas time in the city. Ring-a-ling, ring-a-ling, hear them ring, hear them ring, soon it will be Christmas Day. It has the name of Yep. On a CD. Uh-huh. Over there. Yeah. With about 200 other, well, I mean, I know where it is. Over I, there. But, Over there. Um, during the break, maybe I could pop in. Okay. Uh, a CD and put, see and what I've got. It's probably up, if you Google the net, it's probably up. Bing Crosby, 1957, Silver Bells, probably. Oh, okay. If I have to <laughs> worry about me, I'll be fine. It's busy now because it's Christmas time in the city. It fills the winter air. Hear them ring. You hear it everywhere. And she just passed away within the last year or so. Oh dear. Yeah. Uh, City sidewalks. Busy sidewalks. Dressed in holiday style. In the air. It's Christmas. There's a feeling. There's one here with Marilyn Maxwell. Right, I was 51, I think. Passing, smile, smile after smile. Very soon it will be Christmas Day. It was not Marilyn, it was, um, does Carolyn sound right? Yeah, I said Carolyn Richards. Thank you. Very good. Boy, Karen, I got there halfway. Very good. Very good. That's who that was. Karen Richards. Oh, I had to struggle so hard for that. Oh, see, you did good. You put me through so many things, Walter. I know. I'm going to put you through something. I know. Tonight, but, you know, because, <laughs> you know why? Why? Because I'm so lovable. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you yeah. are. Maybe yeah. somebody would call in. I do have trivia questions tonight. Walden says he's lovable. Please call in and tell him he's <laughs> lovable. He'll feel a whole lot better about the night. I do have some new trivia questions. And I've got a question for Walden. So I wonder how Ron did. You know, Ron was going to play Thanksgiving Night. And and this, I know he played this song right here. Malakilikimaka is a thing to say on a bridal wine. And hello, caller. Thank you for uh, entertaining us tonight. Hello, is this lovable? This is lovable. <laughs> this is Rotten Ralph. This is not Ralph? Is that what you said? Rotten Ralph. Rotten. 
Well, for why? Why do you run? Is it because you still stuff for turkey? No, I didn't have turkey. You didn't have turkey? <laughs> I thought I told you that. Eggplant parmesan. Oh, my oh, God. Are you serious? Oh, yes. Oh, I'll trade you my turkey for some eggplant parmesan. That's my favorite Italian food. We got a, we got a big Wait. dish full over here. Oh, boy. Okay, so now everybody knows I love dark chocolate cake, and I love um, eggplant parmesan, and I like turkey a lot. Send food. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Okay, good. We had a we had some snow today. I was just going to ask you, did you get some of the snow this week? Yes, we did. We we got a few inches, but my friend who lives a little higher up the mountain uh-huh. got over a foot. <gasps> See, you know, you told us last week that you were in just the right place, just yeah. because. So Ooh. you've got all of this beautiful stuff around you, but you don't have to shovel a lot of it out of your driveway. Oh, very fortunate. Did you know that? I don't know how we got so lucky. Did you know that when you first moved out there? No, but, you know, there was another house that we were looking at. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned it to one of the guys I know that's on the road crew up here. I says, yeah, we're thinking of moving over by Button Avenue. He says, oh, you like snow, huh? I says, no. Oh. He says, they get smashed. It's only two and a half, three miles from here. Isn't that amazing? They get smashed. Uh, uh, like a, a big uh, hill or a mountain or anything that separates you? I don't know why. It has to do with the mountain ranges, I'm sure. And and maybe uh, because they're close to the Trinity River. Uh, I, I just don't know. I don't think the weatherman knows. Uh, you can just leave a bow on your snow shovel, and those poor folks are out there all winter long. Yeah. I saw one guy in town... He was buying a snowblower. I says, my God, what are you going to do with that? Oh, we got a foot and a half. (laughs) And we had, you know, maybe we got four inches that time. Oh, my goodness. We lucky. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah. In my very best New York, you done good. Thumps me, yeah. Yeah, we did good. Thumps good, Ralph. Because we we both, uh, being city people, you know, we love it. You're not used to this um, shovel the 88 feet out of the out of the roadway. Yeah, I've done plenty of that. Let me. T- <laughs> you, you did enough of that. I shovel a lot of snow. Yeah. Okay. So you can't tell me what to do with leftover turkey. Mm, no. Or can you? <laughs> well, there's turkey sandwiches, turkey soup, turkey stew. Yeah. Turkey a la king. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff you could do with it. Okay, well, those are four. You have to come up with one more. One more? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It says a soup stew, uh, a la king. Uh, yeah, put turkey croquettes. Oh, they are good. There you go. You are good. Did Only you help you with that? that? <laughs> Did Tony help you with that? Yes. <laughs> he helps me with everything. <laughs> See, well, you know, croquettes just didn't seem like something you would come up with. It seemed like something Tony would come up with, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know from croquettes. <laughs> Did you ever have any? I don't, uh, I don't really recall having it. Do it. It's good stuff. I don't know how hard it is to make them, though. 
No, I, I wouldn't have any idea. Although uh, I, I did get a chance to do some cooking around here while Tony was laid up, but she's back on her feet again, and I, I've gone back to my chair. Uh-huh. Poor Tony. So you retired. You 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 have retired from the uh, from the kitchen, huh? Yeah. What um what did you cook? So I cooked a bunch of bad stuff. <laughs> How bad it's like bacon was and it? eggs for breakfast. So bad. <laughs> One morning I uh, made an attempt at pancakes, which wasn't too successful. But I'm good at barbecuing, so I made steak and chicken and pork chops and stuff like oh. that. dinner. Mm-hmm. Sounds cool. They don't make very good breakfast, though. No, but when I go through the kitchen after I'm done... Steak and eggs? It, yeah, it just looks like three people have been in there. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how she keeps it so neat. I can't do it. Well, you could, but... Stuff away and taking stuff out. I think I use three dishes to... To her one to prepare things. Well, you know that's what God made extra dishes for. I guess. Sure. <laughs> we got them. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I have some new questions tonight. Oh, oh my! What do you got? <laughs> you, sound, you sound so pathetic, and we've got Lovable on the other end tonight too. He'll help you. I mean, he helps. Lovable. <laughs> right. That's and lovable. Right. He'll that's help you. That's right. Well, he's lo- lovable, but I'm I'm cuddly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun tonight. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cuddles, here we go. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> All right, <laughs> cuddles. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. This is a true or false question. I know. He knows. I'll tell you, lovable. Now, just hold on for just a second, lovable. True or false? I'll put on my Santa hat while you're doing that. I'll, I'll get ready for the big show. Okay. Be an elf or something. Rochester. <laughs> Jack Benny's valet and chauffeur and everything. He did everything for him. Yeah. Did Rochester have his own show? Was that true or false? I'm going to say false because I never heard of it. But I, I, uh, I'm a guessing. Did I give you a true or false question last week or a one or the other question last week? Yeah, yeah, ask me about potatoes. Yeah, that They was weren't it. served at Thanksgiving. And you had a 50-50 chance. Yeah, and I lost. Right. Tonight you had a 50-50 chance. Yeah, I lost. You lost. <laughs> <laughs> Rochester had his own show. It was called the Rochester Show. No kidding. I, must, um, I wonder what you year that help was. Help me with this. I, I have nothing. Not even John Dunning has a listing about this. I have two shows. And as far as I can tell, that's all anybody else has, too. What, uh-huh. what I, do you I, know about the show? I think there was an audition, and I think there was just one episode, and I think that was it. So I've oh. heard some. Uh-huh. I was probably in the Navy out at sea or something. It was 1950. Uh, no, I, I didn't go until 52. I wasn't quite there yet. Uh, let's see. I was 16 years old. I was pursuing other things. <laughs> They all had saddle shoes or something, and poodle skirts or what? What did they have? What did they wear? Oh, Tony had a, a poodle skirt with the, you know, big crinoline. Oh, yeah. Made it stand out. And uh, what else did she, what else did you have? She had a bunch of stuff. She had a, 
Angora sweater that used to get on my blue uniform. <laughs> was it buttoned in the back? Mm, I think it was a, a pullover. Okay. Well, let me let me think. Uh, picture it. Yeah, it, it was a pullover. But it, it was it was bad for blue uniforms. It was bad for blue uniforms and black suits. Yes, <laughs> agreed. Okay, we have to find something in here for you. Bum be dum bum. Boston Blackie. Who was he and what did he do? Oh, Boston Blackie. He was a uh, he was a detective. Yeah. Sound like he was an ex ex criminal or something that he he reformed. That's the way you're right. That's the way they played him in that show. Yeah. Well, then, they say he's a, a friend to those who have no friends. Uh, yep, absolutely. Wasn't that uh, the bywords? Yep, that was the byword. Those were the bywords, and Inspector Faraday would always pick on him. Yes. Hey, we got you, Blackie. We got you for this crime yep. every single week. Did Did Blackie have a criminal history? Walden? I I'd never come. I never read that he did, and I never heard that he did. But it was always so sure implied. Yeah. I, yeah, I always got that impression. Mm -hmm. well, you know, him and Faraday were like Sherlock Holmes and Inspector Lestrade. Yeah. Uh huh. They're constantly at odds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you know, in later years, Inspector Lestrade, and did you get your Sherlock Holmes yet, or am I still sitting on them? Uh, no, I didn't get nothing this week. No. Okay, well, you've got a whole bunch coming. you got the, the worst shows ever made. Yeah. Yeah, I put that in there. You're sitting on them. Well, Patricia, you need to get up and move them. <laughs> I have a couple of expressions. We'll put that one on the list for tonight. All right. A couple of expressions that I have no idea what their origins are, and sitting on them is one of them. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. what, what, where did that come from, Ralph? I don't know. He's sitting on it for now. Yeah, he's... Sit on it. <laughs> yeah, sit on it, Ralph. <laughs> Listen, uh, I think some um, Ralph Cramden. Uh, I don't remember him saying that. I don't know. Remember? Well, anyway, if anybody knows the origin of he's sitting on it for for now, meaning he put it aside and he's not doing anything, it's a very peculiar saying. And the one that caught my attention today while I was doing dishes, of all things. Get very creative when I have my hands wet. Talking mm -hmm. <laughs> turkey. We're going to sit down and talk turkey uh -huh. tonight. Uh -huh. Are you familiar with that expression? I'm familiar with it. Yeah, and it means we're going to have a serious talk. Well, yeah. Where, where would an expression like, we're going to talk turkey? Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> uh I think I told you in the past, my mom had many expressions, you know. Yeah. One was, uh, show me your friends and I'll tell you what you are. Mm -hmm. And may your children be just like you. Oh, how sweet. <laughs> it was when I, when I was being bad. <laughs> oh, it was a curse. <laughs> it, was, it was not a sweet. <laughs> got it. Okay. Well, I, I wanted to say, I think that being the, you have, uh, Walden and I have names. Mm -hmm. You should have a special name. <laughs> what are we going to call Patricia Walden? I'm the, I'm the pinup girl. That's true. But I always, in, in the chat room, I always refer her as Lady Patricia. Oh, uh, Lady Patricia. Lady Patricia. I think it's very classy. 
Well, that, that sounds pretty good. It's pretty classy, but you know. You don't sound really enthusiastic. I know. But, well, uh, lovable and cuddles, I think they're, they're yeah, that's, better. Yeah, I know. But we got to come up with something for Patricia. <laughs> this is getting better and better. <laughs> okay, I'm up for nomination um, or a, a name. I'm up for nomination to be named. Yes. Does that make any sense? Yes. Yeah, okay. So people have to call in with names. Do you have any suggestions? Let me think about it. I'll come up with something. Okay. <laughs> in, in the meantime, what can I come up with for you? Uh, you can tell me how many people are in the fan club now. Oh, 39. Okay, 39. Yeah. We, and Well, actually, 40. I have one more to send out. 40. Good. This is, well, this is very good, I know. Right along. So you've got awful shows. Let me th- what, what kind of, what, what are you in the market for, like comedy or crime or? You know, I'm really full up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to put down IOU next to your name. Okay? That's a good, I'll think of something. <laughs> I hope you do. You know, gosh, you call in and then you say, oh, gee, I didn't think about it. Well, you have to think about it from now on before you call. Yeah. All right. Well, I got now. You're always saying you got homework. Now I got homework. Now you have homework. Oh, I love this. I get to give somebody a homework assignment. Yes, you have homework. I owe you something, and you have to tell me what I owe you. Okay. That's good. Stay warm. The time will come. <laughs> so I, I get a name and. Yeah, we got to find a name for you. I have, have to find a name for Patricia. I don't know. It's a, a couple of people call me the first lady of Yesterday USA. I do that once in a while, you but, bet. Yeah, uh, uh, but I think Kim is, so I, I don't want to take that one. Okay. If that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. What, what's but you should have something like lovable and cuddles yeah, or something yeah. like that, you know. <laughs> we could call her kitten. Sweetie pie. Or... Yeah, kitten. Princess. <laughs> <laughs> Think of Byron North Bass, he always referred to his daughters as Princess and Kitten. Kathy was Kitten, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So there's got to be something like that. There has to be Cuddles and, and Lovable. Yeah. Oh, my. What a group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing this down. Cuddles and Lovable. Okay. Lovable. Okay. All right. Now, so the next person who calls in, we have to come up with another name as well. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to get out of your way and let you go ahead and talk to somebody else, but uh, appreciate you being there. Thank you. And I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. And Great, yeah. I hope you. I hope, it, I hope it let it snow, let it snow. Yeah, and I'm going to try and uh, get in on that auction tomorrow. I've been looking at some of this stuff on the Internet. Good. Good. Well, it'll be fun. It will be fun. And there's always good deals out there. Yeah, yeah. That's a good cause. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is, and then there are some really nifty things in there. Good stocking stuffers, a lot of them. Yeah. All right, well, I'll say good night to Patricia, and we'll talk to you later, lovable. All right, Cuddles, talk to you soon. <laughs> oh, this is good. <laughs> you are lovable. <laughs> if, you want, if you want to talk to the First Lady yesterday, USA, at least for the evening, before I get fly by Kim, you can at someone for... Five four five two zero seven. You have a nickname for Patricia. We're open. We're open for a new. I bet she had no idea this was going to be the theme for the night. <laughs> Somebody 
something you can say on the air. <laughs> no, it's got to be mainstream. <laughs> and be on one end or the other. It has, it has to be. It has to be a good name. It has to be a family name. It has to be uh, acceptable in mixed company. Yes. It, it has to be, what is it, G? A G rating? A G rated. It has to be family. Yeah. It has to be classy. Well, cuddles and lovable might not quite get in there. Oh, I think they are, but, you know, that's, that's my definition. Okay. You know, right. You know. <laughs> Kitten, princess, you know, think of something better. Oh, I do like, I, I do like being Lady Patricia. But I know. That, it just doesn't go with cuddles and lovable. I know, but Lady Patricia is good for the cat room. She might need a, a, a on-hair a on signature, but, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I like Lady Patricia. Get us all class. <laughs> oh, it's it's got it's it's got a touch of class. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Right. I like I like when Patricia gets her New York accent when she talks <laughs> about class. Class and culture. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. We we have that. We uh, uh, you know classy classy things are good. Okay, I want to tell people how I figure out what I'm going to bid on. Uh, let's see. I, I, first thing, you look at your bank account. First thing, I look at my checking account. Yeah. You are quite correct. Okay. And I know I mentioned this to you earlier. Yeah. Happiness is arguing not yet face-to-face, but going through bank statements so meticulously and going through the call the, in the in the call center, you know, they have the automatic information. They'll give you the last 20 transactions right. or last 15 checks cashed or last 10 deposits. They'll give you all sorts of automatic things on the phone now. And I, I got my information, my auto information, and I cannot reconcile it with what they tell me I have in my checking account. And it's in your favor. In my favor. Oh, my goodness You're gracious. You're telling me I have $504 more than I'm supposed to have. And I will just love it, but boy, the one thing I don't lose track of is deposits, you know? <laughs> yeah, money hard to come by, so I, I don't think you misbalance, you misbalance your book. Boy, I didn't miss any deposits, but so I told Walden earlier I'm not going to spend any of it until at least the next statement arrives. I have a banking story for you, but I'll tell that. I'll tell that after how you figure out how you bank, how you okay. figure when it out. Okay. When I when everybody has access now to the list of items that will be up for bid tomorrow. How can we, how can we find that, Patricia? Where, where should people go? You want to walk them through that? You are so good. Yes, it is at the website because I would have bypassed that. Thank you. Yeah. Go to the website yesterdayusa.com easy enough to remember, that will bring you to the home page. In the lower right-hand side, there is a gray box, and at the very top of the gray box is a link to the auction items. That will bring you to a page that explains the auction, how the bids are taken. But right at the top, there is, in large letters, click here for auction information. So click the words click here and this entire wonderful list of items will come up when i look at something like this i am absolutely overwhelmed i mean it is just page after page after page after page of items i copy and paste the entire list into a word document copy and paste the entire list 
And then one at a time, I go through the items one by one by one. And I take out the ones that I know I would not bid on. For example, I would not bid on the Red Rider air rifle. It's just not something that the First Lady of yesterday USA Well, was. Patricia's apartment is a little small to shoot BB guns in it. It is, and yeah. I don't have any kids. So, you know, and a BB gun, it's not quite something I would give to a kid. I mean, it really is a collector's item. Mm-hmm. It's a collector's item for a collector, and it's not something that I would collect. So I will just delete that, just take it off, and I keep going through each line by line by line by line by line. And by the time I get finished editing this list, I will have anywhere from four to eight lots, and when I say lots, lots with collections. I will have four to eight collections that I would consider bidding on. And I will watch the bidding, and I do have a budget. I mean, I will write down what I am allowed to spend, and when I hit that, it's all over. So I bid judiciously. Um, there are a couple of items I would really get aggressive with because I want them, I want them, I want them, and I don't always get them because I am judicious. But that's the way I do it. Otherwise, it's just overwhelming. I take this entire list and remove one at a time items that I either um, do not want, such as the rifle. That's not something that, that I would bid on. And then I start narrowing it down to things that I like best and ones that I really want. And by the time I get finished, I have one piece of paper with this list of items that I'd like to bid on, and that's how I do it. And I don't know how anybody else does it. If anyone else has another system that works for you, please call in and let us know what it is. Because this can be pretty overwhelming. I mean, there's an awful lot of stuff in here that's up for auction. That's nice. It's a good way to do it. Well, but those of you who got... It's the uh, only way that I can keep it straight. Oh, those you have... Starting um, at the top and going down line by line, you know, getting to number four. Oh, that's something I'd like. Sure, I can bid on that. Oh, number five, that's something I like. You know, I, it, it just, I, it overwhelms me to look at this many things at the same time. But those of you who have unlimited funds, we welcome you to bid on every item. <laughs> yes, if you have unlimited funds, please come early and stay late. <laughs> This is good. That's true. So, what else would you like? Just pick a number and I'll read something. 94B. We don't have 94B. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. How about 13, 13 red? 13 red. Let's see what 13 red is. 13, 13 red <clears throat> is a CD set. Luke Slaughter of Tombstone. 16 shows on 8 CDs. That's from Radio Archives from Dwayne Kilstrup. You, you talked with Dwayne tonight, yes? Uh-huh. Yep. And it has a retail value of $24. Very nice. That's Luke Slaughter. Luke Slaughter. Okay, give me another one. How about 30 red? 30 red. I've been looking at this. Now, some of these have a lot of items in them, and some of them have I looked at, a smaller I've been th- number. I've been thinking about this item for Frank Percy, you know, so that's what I, so this is a good item here. 30, what item? 30 red. 30 red is a CD set. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 30 red. I was looking at uh-huh. 30 red DVD set and book. The right. set is Bob Hope, Legends of Hollywood. Ten films on five DVDs. Ten Bob Hope films. And that's from Chris Christ. And the book is They Got Me Covered by Bob Hope. 
This is not autographed. Yep. Okay, it, the picture that Kim has up for illustration right. has an autograph on it, but the book ah. that is in the auction is not autographed. They've got me covered by Bob Hope, 95 pages, and that is from Mike Handy. Yep. You're looking for Frank's book, right? Well, no, I was thinking about getting uh, buying an item for Frank in the auction. So I was looking, okay, I, I know he loved Bob Hope. Oh, so oh, oh I, I, okay, I, I understand yeah, now. That's I thought why, that because yeah. I know Frank had contributed. Uh-huh. That, uh huh. Got how many? How many? Um, Three hundred books. But I think Kim decided to hold off because we, right now, we've been putting so many in the last few years auction. So there's some other items of Frank's that are in here, but uh, mm-hmm. but uh, three hundred books are the Golden Days of Radio. They're sitting over there. Cause how I know? I helped ship them out there. <laughs> okay, uh, on 45 Red, we have DVD and CD set. We have the golden, the good old days of radio, an hour-long show that was done in March 1976. It was hosted <laughs> by Steve Allen, used film clips, radio recordings, and live stage performances to tell the story of radio. The technical advisor was Frank Brzee. Uh-huh. Frank is, I mean, he was just... Frank, I, I talked with Frank when, um, oh, it was one of the Spurdvac luncheons, and, and I was shotgunning some press releases for you to uh, to the newspapers and yep. magazines to get people there to uh, give you some coverage. Right. And one of the people I wanted to quote was Frank, and I know how many things he had. I know parts of the things that he has in his background. <laughs> that he has been involved in in both radio and television, and he has a book out. Um, And I said, Frank, help me identify you properly. When I say Frank Brzee, I want them to know a little bit about your history and what you've been involved in. And he said, oh, just tell him I was a little beaver. (laughs) (laughs) But Frank, you've done so many other things. No, just tell him I was a little beaver. And I'm... Well, then just go through a couple of things that Frank has been involved in. He owned a radio station when he was 19 years old. That's good for a start. That's good. He was he worked for Ralph Edwards on Truth or Consequences. That's another one. Uh, he developed board games that have sold over 6 million copies. He had his good. own advertising agency that supplied the prizes to all the TV game shows. Um, he helped uh, create the home for Let's Make a Deal, the uh, the, t- the famous TV game show with Dunhassett Theater. Um, he have been on the mutual broadcasting system with the Golden Days of Radio, the Liberty Broadcasting System. Uh, he he's been nominated for an Emmy by CBS for his TV show on radio, The Golden Days of Radio on TV. Uh, he started working in 1939 in radio. He he used to go over and uh, take his little brownie camera and take all the pictures of the Lux Radio rehearsals and have them on display. He's been president of the Pacific Pioneer Broadcasters. He's he is one of the largest um, archivists in the world of, of radio memorabilia. 
he um, have supplied radio goodies to Walt Disney personally. He, it, you know, I mean, what can I say? He discovered Vanna White. He discovered Vanna White. Um, you know, he... He has, or had, this is um, the place that they just recently sold. Right. He had a fireplace and invited people who came to his studio, either for recordings or visits or mm -hmm. to watch movies, to sign the fireplace. Yeah, he would have Elvis Presley over. He had Elvis Presley's signature there yes. as well. Yes, and Natalie Woods. Dozens and dozens and dozens of people you would recognize. Mel Torme used to... These Mel Torme. are the kinds of things. Mel Torme. I mean, this is just a sampling. Mel Torme would come over and watch movies with Frank. Mel Torme would come over and play his piano, and, and Frank has recordings of him playing the Christmas song at his house. The one that Mel wrote that mm -hmm. Nat King called. He has the sound effect door that was used in the Jack Benny show. Correct. That's in his treasure chest. Yes. Among a squillion other things. He he produced record albums for Walter Winchell. He, you know. So this is. He he used to record Bob Hope commercials. He used to travel with Bob Hope. Now, we could do this all night. <laughs> I know you could. You could. You, I'm I'm serious. And I I mean I'm not being fresh or anything. If we sat here and listened to you until 3 o'clock my time, which mm -hmm. is 35 minutes away, yep. you could fill another 35 minutes with what Frank Brzee has done, what he has been involved in, the people he helped and worked with, the kinds of fun memorabilia that he has and kept track of. And Pers Personal friends with Charles Lawton. I beg your pardon? Personal friend of Charles Lawton. Frank was a personal friend of Charles Lawton in Elsa Lanchester. Oh, Charles Lawton? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm I mean, just I just I pronounced, said yeah. Charles Lawton. I'm thinking, Lawton. I'm not going yeah. to ask because I'm going to sound stupid. No, <laughs> just my pronunciation. Yeah, but he was their personal He was their personal friend. He was a personal friend with a lot of people, people. Who's, who we recognize only as names and superstars. Yep. So it, this is just a sampling of what Frank Brzee has been involved in over his lifetime. So it... ...and what kinds of things you've been involved in. And he says, well, just tell him I was Little Beaver. <laughs> And he was Little Beaver for several years. He was one of the Little Beavers and filled in for Tommy Cook. And uh, so it, it, I, I still laugh each time I think about that. I, I get a giggle out of it. I think Patricia loves to laugh. Patricia loves to laugh. Yeah. I mean, my goodness, there's nothing funnier than, than life. Um, Woody Allen had some wonderful phrases that he used. Um, he, he made no bones about having questions about supreme being. Mm -hmm. And he said one time, if there is a God, I think the best you can say about him is that he was an underachiever. Mm. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, dear. I thought that was, that was pretty funny that, you know, you look at the world today yep. and people are blowing each other up. Yep. And 
you just kind of sit back and say, how can people do this to each other? Yep. And he said, well, it's an underachievement. Yeah, that's true. We have a do-over. Can we have a do-over? Uh, but um, my good, I, my I don't even know what we were talking about that made me. We were going over the auction prices, uh, some of the auction items, and I got it going here. All right. <laughs> well, yes, we did. Okay. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, I, I think probably you're avoiding the issue. I was thinking, you know, I think we've been together enough that we can read each other's minds. So, yeah, I say go ahead and write it on. We've been avoiding the issue. Uh-huh. The issue is Walden has a question tonight. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Okay, it's what we got? Two-part question. I love two-parters. So if I gave you three answers, would that count? Well, you'll probably give me seven because you know so much about these shows. Oh. I just love it when I ask you something and you're not quite sure of the answer, but you know absolutely everything about the show. <laughs> start giving me names and dates and places and times, and I keep saying, but that wasn't the question. <laughs> but that wasn't the question, Walden. Walden, that wasn't the question. Oh. No, I understand that, but that wasn't the question. <laughs> okay, here is your question. All right. Thrum, thrum, nobody's going to call to bail you out this time. Nope. Mr. and Mrs. Blandings, I know that's a show that you really like a lot. I do. Yeah. Cary Grant played Mr. Blandings. Right. Who played Mrs. Blandings? Betsy Drake, and she's still alive. And Betsy Drake uh, was a film actress who really loved to do radio. And she was married to Cary Grant. And she basically sweet-talked him to doing a radio series. Um, I looked up her by She's from a foreign country. She's still alive. I would love to find her. And talk to her about this um, this series. Well, blow me away. You didn't even hesitate. You know, you could humor me sometimes <laughs> and, and just say, um, you know, like they did with the $64,000 question. It's boom, 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 And they pretend that they didn't know the answer and I they know. were really struggling to find it. I know. You could pretend. Well, that's one of my favorite Nat King Cole songs. Ah, uh, okay. Well, yes, it was Cary Grant playing with Betsy Drake, uh-huh. and they were married at the time. That's right. And I think in the movie, I think it was Irene Dunn that did the movie with Cary Grant. Okay. And later, uh, Robert Cummings did the role in radio. And I'm trying to think what his co-host uh, name was. I can't think of it at the moment. Uh, I but can't help you with that. But there's a good second part. Is, there is a second part to this question. There is a there is a good luxury version of it from October 10th, 1949, of the movie. And the radio story started nice and stiffy, and Trans World Airlines was the sponsor. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> is there anything else? <laughs> well, I there got is, it. because I have, I have another question to ask you, so there is something else. All right, my dear, tell me. Well, I mean, you didn't even hesitate on this one. The Blandings, what were their first names? Are you humoring me? No, I'm, I'm, I'm in thought. You really are thinking? Yeah. Oh, my. You don't have to humor me, you know. No, I'm in thought. I could go get worry the... About, I don't get, worry about me. I, I'll be fine. I know. Your mother taught you well. I know. <laughs> I could go get the show and play it. Would that count? No. Oh. 
I could get one too. I think it's George. I think no, it's not George. Not George. Oh, Hello, are you are you gonna help me out? It wasn't George, huh? No, Ron. Who was Ron? Who was the, who was the branding uh, first name? Did you have a nice Thanksgiving? Wait, wait, was it John? No, I don't it think it was John. John. George, John, wasn't George, John. Boy, I know his first name. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm, I, I, I got to know. And I think her name is a little bit of an unusual first name. Who, her? The Mary or Sue, you're right. Yeah, but what was his name? Mister. <laughs> it's not Fred, I don't oh, think. Oh, it's not oh. Fred and it's not Mister and it's not Carrie. And he was, remember, he was in, he was in advertising. Yeah, what was his first name? Mr. Blinding Bill's what? His dream house. Yeah. And they were living in Connecticut, right? He's, no, no, they were living in New York City and they bought the home in Connecticut. Maybe that's how come we don't know his first name because, didn't she just call him Mr.? <laughs> I don't know. I tell you what, I want to know what's in the turkey that you guys were eating this week. How are you? Hey, I felt... You guys made me really happy when you played Mary Kaliki Maka. That's right. Of it. That's right, because I remember that was the song that you, that's one of the most requested songs you play on Thanksgiving Day. There you go. That's right. Crosby. Yeah. Sounded yeah. really good. Hey, I'll, I'll be, I, I have to work while the auction is going on, but I can listen to the auction for a while. That's good. Hopefully they'll, they'll get to something that I want. Well, they got a lot of your CDs. You, thank you for donating so many CDs. They got a lot of them spread out. Um, oh, good. I'm glad they got spread out. Yeah, they got them all spread out. So, so you, you've um, done good. I, I, you know, I noticed a lot of people now are selling old radio, not selling, but making old radio shows available on DVDs. Yep. And, uh, why? Is it because they can put more? On, yes. You can, you can put... Almost five, well, about five times the number of shows on a DVD as you can get on a CD. Yeah. But, and you know, for visually impaired people, DVDs are kind of hard to navigate, isn't it? Right now, my Walden? I haven't done too much of it. Well, the DVDs behave like CDs. It's just that there are more shows on them. I, I think it depends how the, who make the C DVD for you, if they got them in the right columns and... Do they break them down? I, I you have to know. Yeah, but you have to know where to scroll. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you have to know which which area to navigate. The, where CD, you know, you can go one to whatever, you know. But I guess what well, you ever receive a DVD with a hundred and something shows, Walden? I have. I have not played with a DVD yet. I I've gone with the CDs, but I haven't played with the DVDs yet. You will. I'm sending some. Oh, well. Walden will be able to tell you in a week or so how he's dealing with DVDs. you got to navigate it. You have to know how to navigate your, your um, DVD player. If you know how to navigate your DVD player, then it's okay. But if you don't... You know, that's, that's really interesting because when I put in... Uh, I'm on a different computer system than most other people. But when I put in a DVD, it shows up just like the CDs do. I click on it just like a CD. And what I see is just a greater number of shows on the disc. You, know, you do a good oh. job in putting your, your CDs in folders. And it's easy to, to run your um, CDs when you have certain shows in one folder and then you click and there's another folder and you click 
There's another form. So it's really good how you do your MP3s. You do a good job of putting it in different folders. In different folders, yeah. And I do the same thing on the DVDs. If I ever send you a DVD and you have trouble with it, let me know and I'll break it up and put it on CDs. No, no, I'm going to learn to that. I think it's great to have it on DVDs. I think you can get, like you say, a lot more shows than on CDs, you know. And stuff is very interesting. Uh, I, I think eventually everybody will have them on terabytes and external hard drives. And I have a uh, friend, Brian Henderson from Seattle. I was talking to him, got an email, and already because of the uh, Black Friday special, Best Buys in different places are starting to drop the external hard drive. And that's going to be, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of shows will be sitting on a little box that you'll get mailed to somebody. You know, I have an iPhone, and on my iPhone, there's a thing, a uh, place called Internet Archives, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> free downloads on these Internet Archives. Um, you can, you, you play, I mean, it has a section for all Richard Diamond, mm-hmm. um, for Boston Blackie, but you know you play one show at a time. But uh, okay. Now tell me how the iPhone works for you. Do you that does it? It talks. It does talk. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it does talk, and it's good because if everybody's mad at me in my house and nobody wants to talk to me, <laughs> iPhone will always talk. <laughs> Regardless, you know. It's like a puppy that doesn't have to get fed. <laughs> of course, my iPhone voice is not very pleasant, but at least it talks. Uh-huh. So, what can I say? That's funny. That is funny. Well, I have a question for you two. A guy thing. A who and, Oh, and, oh wait, you you didn't get the first names of Mr. and Mrs. Blandings. I know, but I I I I got a show. I can play it. <laughs> yes, no, 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 no. You're avoiding the issue again. No, 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 no. That's right. I know it's in my mind somewhere. It's, it's, let me let me tap up, though. Yeah, go ahead. Tap on your mind. Into you. Where are you? Where are you? Like a, your head is like a rock. I know. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. It's a Santa Claus hat. It's muffled. <laughs> He's wearing a Santa Claus hat tonight. You know, you were pretty much, you, you were getting close when you were talking about John and George. Keep going. Yeah, we're getting close. Keep, keep going. Bob. I think her name starts with an A or um. Or a D or a C or a D or an E or an F. Or maybe a G. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, you got 26 to, uh, letters to choose from. You ought to hit one of them, boy, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. William, no. Uh, oh, no. Listen listen to what I was telling you. You said George and John said, keep going. J, J, and G. Well, I know for sure it's not horse. No, it's horse. not horse. Horse. No, <laughs> no. James. Jim. Jim. Jim, Jim Blanding. Yeah. Okay, now his wife. Now his wife. Why is James is short for you? I told you you were you were in the right territory mm-hmm. when you said John or George. Yeah. It's Jim. Jim. Uh, okay, we're okay. Jim, now his wife. 
Now his wife. Now his wife. Well, they're made with Bodie. Hello. Doing it again. <laughs> and their dog was Chet. And they had two and kids, two girls. Yeah, <laughs> had two girls. Yeah. Yeah. We want the wife's first name. Yeah, I know. Well, like, we you, never. You and Walton do the same thing. So you give me all of these wonderful pieces of information and all these great answers, but it's not the one I asked. Yeah, well. You know how we dodge things. I know. I know. The artful dodgers, yes. You know, we, we lived in Brooklyn, and uh, <laughs> our dodge was... Hey, I, I, I came across Danny Danny Case on the Dodgers on here about a week ago. I was so proud to find it again. Hey, did you... Cool. Did you real, did, did you realize that Alabama couldn't beat Auburn yesterday? I know. I was really surprised. I was really surprised. I was really surprised, especially when it got up twenty-four nothing. You would twenty-four to nothing. Yeah. And I, I was so sick when, when Alabama just couldn't. Yep. Anything this and well, and here comes Auburn. Bang, bang, bang. Bam, bam. bam. Does, does Hawaii have any more games yet? Yet, or we gotta wait for? Well, the we're balls? gonna play ULV next week, which is a real, you know, <laughs> ULV is. Not, and Boise lost yesterday. I know. That was amazing. You know, and I was checking. I can't believe how late the Army-Navy game is. It's December 11th. I mean, that's really about as late I can ever think of an Army-Navy game. I wonder why it's so late. This I don't know. You, all the games are supposed to end on the 4th. Yeah, it, right. <laughs> but Army and Navy are waiting for the 11th. You know. Yeah. The, reason why, the reason why we're saying all of this, um, Patricia, is to get your mind off of... <laughs> <laughs> Still sitting here looking at George. Uh, Jim's Blanding's wife's first Jim, Jim. Jim, it's not George, it's Jim. Jim. I'm still looking at the Blandings. I wasn't going to let you off the hook. A rosemary. I think it's actually a C. <laughs> or a D, or an E, or an F, or a G. Not Barbara. Barbara. Not Barbara. Uh, what made you think... By the way, where do you find all your shows, Patricia? All over. I have, oh, probably six or eight different places. A different websites? Mm -hmm. Different locations and different groups Easy. who will share. Um, there's even one group of people, if I'm looking for something in particular and I can't find it, one of them said, well, if I've got it, you can have it too. You know what show is really interesting to try and find? Well, then tell me if there's a lot of them. Up for parole. Well, I think I think all of them are still in jail, and. <laughs> okay. But you're on that program, Up for Parole. No, I'm never familiar with that. I do believe I have one, and yeah. it might be on the world's worst shows. You two keep talking. Let me see what I've got here. That's a useful. You're going to send me the world's worst. World worst shows by Patricia. Radio shows. Yeah. The, I think I call them really, really awful shows. Yes, it's in your envelope, sir. Well, I'll pull parole. Well, I'm, I'm going to take a look and see if it's in there. Hey, well, tell me what some of the, in your estimation, your thoughts on some of the worst shows that you think are. Yeah, are what is Patricia's bottom ten? My bottom ten? 
Well, let's see. We've got, um, I told you about Pineapple Picador. That one is, it's a music song. I thought it was probably going to be something like a really bad detective show, but it's, it's, um, it's got music, and I don't think the music is very good, so I'll, I'll depend on you. But um, there was a science fiction show, an individual one called The Space Cow, and that was pretty awful. Self <laughs> um, is pretty awful. Yeah, it was. It was pretty awful. Um, and then we had Paul Temple and the Front Page Men. That was pretty awful. Um, Curtain of Time, Saga of Shenandoah, and War on Chicago. Uh, you know, these were painful to listen to, so I'm not. Where did you, where did you find all these? You know, I just kind of squirrel around and I I look at odd places and and think, well, you know, that's a really peculiar name, and I'll click yeah. on it and see if it's an awful show, and then I saved it. So this is a lot of work, Rob, <laughs> to find really terrible. Because I, I never heard of these shows, you know. Okay, how about the Black Flame of the Amazon? Oh, my gosh. That one? Oh. Well, there's, there's one in here, Danger Dr. Danfield, and I put that in there because it's Frank Brzee's thought that this is the worst show ever produced. So I didn't think it was all that bad, but Frank thinks it's... No, that's not so bad. That one isn't bad. No, I didn't think it was too bad. I mean, it, it's really hokey, and um, it, it would never be up for any kind of an award, but Frank thinks it was really awful, so I put that one in there. And then we have Ghost Corps. Ghost Corps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really bad. Um, bad, bad stuff. And The Hermit's Cave... Yeah, I, I never really liked that. Uh, some people liked it. It was like The Witch's Tale or something. And The Witch's Tale, yes. The, I have The Witch's Tale in here as well. Then we have one, um, a soap opera called This is Nora Drake, who oh. is in love with a doctor whose wife is sick, and, you know, it just goes on and on. Yeah, I remember, you know, when I was a kid, yeah, I remember that. So remember that one? And then we have Nona from Nowhere. Oh, gee. To goodness, I've, there were only four available, so I put all four of them here. Nona from Nowhere, and I think one of the really worst shows that ever came out of radio was Zorro, and there are four and three. I have seven Zorro shows, and all of them are in competition for the worst in the world. Now, uh, you said you didn't like the Diary of Fate, right? Right. Um... I think it was the Diary of Fate, but I have the Haunting Hour here. I didn't put, I didn't include the Diary of Fate in this, so. No, you, you, you sent me. And there actually, the Diary of Fate wasn't. Well, it was, it was that that bad. But when you think of it, it wasn't all that good either, you know. No, the Haunting Hour was pretty bad. The Hermit's Cave was pretty bad. There's also a show called Peril, and that's really bad, really bad. One Life for Three. Sanctuary, um, Mask of Hate. Well, uh, those shows didn't last very long, did they? Nope. <laughs> no. no. Ron, there was a very good reason why they didn't last very long. <laughs> yeah. Well, I well, included you know, Planet I, I, in here. You better, you better make sure you set your alarm to wake up at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Patricia, so you won't miss any of the auction at four. No, I won't miss any of the auction, even if I have to stay up and not go to bed at all. I won't miss the auction, I promise. <laughs> so who's going to tell me what um, Mrs. Blanding's first name was? 
you 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 got a mind like a reed. I know, I know. Um, I thought we, yeah. I thought with all these DV females don't forget anything, Ron. Don't you know that? Yeah, right. You yeah. guys better be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can have William Kiwi tell us. Who? Hey, what? I can have William Kiwi tell us. Who that? Who's that? Yeah. No, William Keely, was that the one at Lux Radio? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I have that queued up. Yeah. Yeah. But I haven't heard but, it yet. Uh, okay, little. If you give up, I would be happy to put you out of your misery. Okay, we give up. Go ahead, Patricia. <laughs> tell us. Tell us. You got us. You got us. You got us. Who? Her name was Muriel yes. Landings. Yes. That's right. That's right, and Muriel. It was an unusual name. It's not one of the more common names that you heard in radio, and it's not one of the more common names in in real peoplehood. And here's a little bit of the show for everybody. Lux Radio Theater. Oh. millions of other New Yorkers, Jim and Muriel Blandings and their two young daughters are cliff dwellers. Home to them is an apartment. Oh, adequate, but somewhat crowded. Not that Jim isn't doing well. He's a college graduate, makes 15000 a year in the advertising business. Anyway, on this crisp September morning, Jim Blandings has just staggered out of bed and commenced a typical 7 o'clock ritual. You're looking for something, dear? Hmm? Oh, you're awake. I'm looking for my socks. Why don't you look in your sock drawer? That's where I found my underwear. Why don't you try your underwear drawer? I am in my underwear drawer now. Oddly enough, it's full of underwear. Or yours. Mm. Well, socks just don't get up and walk away by themselves, mm. dear. Muriel, now look. I thought we had it clearly understood that the four bottom drawers were yours and these two top drawers were mine. The closet. Huh? Uh, that's where they are. We put them in the closet. Uh, put what in the closet? Your socks. Gussie and I decided that from now on, we'll keep them in a basket on the shelf. Oh, for basket. Basket in the closet. Well, where is the basket? Right there on the shelf, dear. Under my hat boxes and the overnight bag. Oh. Oh, yeah. Jim, oh. dear, I do wish you'd try to make a little more effort. Well, I'll try, dear. Now, look at that. Muriel, Muriel, maybe if you put the basket on top of the hat boxes instead of underneath the hat oh, boxes. Oh, Jim, Jim, just go out and tell Gussie to give you a nice cup of coffee. There we go. That is the Lux version of the movie. Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Branny built their dream house. And thank you to William Keeley for That's having right. it on Lux for your theater. That's right. Well, you there, Patricia? I'm here. It oh. was really a great show. I had to switch phones. I did it while you weren't listening. I know. So your, batteries run, your battery's running down again or something? Or? Yeah, it is. And I got a new battery for the phone that promises <laughs> to have more time in it, but it needs a lot of charging, so I didn't put it in today. I'll do that tomorrow. All right. Well, anyway, to the two of you, good luck. And, uh, but, oh, wait, wait, wait. I have a eight. question for you. What's the question? Oh, wait. Let me see here. It was a good one, too. Oh, good. Oh, here it is. Okay. Which show had the characters Grandpappy Spears and Cedric Weehunt? Oh, my gosh. Grandpappy Spears. Oh, my gosh. Uh, were, were they two different shows? No, no. Grandpappy Spears and Cedric Weehunt were on the same show. 
Those are characters, not their real names. Oh, I bet. I sound Jeep. <laughs> Let's see. I, I, oh, no, I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, Ron. Hey, you, you're... Let me have it. No. Yes. Stop yes. that. Yes. Right. All right. Stop it. Good job. Good you know, job. I really don't like Love and Abner. <laughs> <laughs> I never really enjoyed I mean, they're funny, so I just, I, I don't know. I'm not a Love and Abner fan. So you, you have to listen to several of them to catch into the humor, and you either like it or you don't. I don't think there's anything in between with Love and Abner. Yeah. You either like them or you don't. And I don't. You don't have to like them, but you did get the right answer. Yeah, so thank you, Love and Abner, for helping me get the right answer. <laughs> and I got the right answer, and I don't like their show. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's oh very good. It's very good. You, I just knew you could pull it out of your bunny hat. Um, tell me what shows. You, all right, now you, you ask for Up for Parole, and if I can't find them, in one of the oh. few times that I have failed in my assignment, so if I... Oh, no, you don't have to look for it. You tell me what choices you got. Go down your list. Let's see. We had Western. Yes. All right. What we've got here. We have Adventure, Comedy, Crime and Detectives, Drama, Heroes, History, uh, History of Radio. Okay, let's go to Heroes. Heroes. Well, okay, what have we got in Heroes? We have got the Blue Beetle, the Green Hornet, uh, just a couple of Green Llama shows. There are only three, um, and I, I don't know if there are three or four available everywhere. I've got three of them. We have some Jungle Jim, uh, just a few Sky King. It looks like about eight Sky King. We have loads of Superman. We can have Tarzan. And, of course, we have Zorro, but Zorro is on... Let's go, let's go with the Green Hornet, okay? Like the Green Hornet? I like the Green Hornet. That's fun. Okay. I always wish I could ride his Black Beauty, you know? I wish he would pick me up in his Black Beauty and take me for a spin <laughs> right to the wall and all that. <laughs> I wish he would just show up with the Black Beauty. Yeah, that's, there you go. Ah. Oh, yeah, we'll take the Green Hornet. Hey, well, nice talking with you guys. Well, you didn't tell us what to do with leftover turkey either. And how 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 did the how did you get going on Thanksgiving? Did, oh, did you make people fine. happy? You know, I played some good requests, and this is this is all, I made a hundred and eight dollars in tips. Hey, and in tips? Wow! Wow! People were very generous and very nice with the requests and. Uh, Oh, it did very well. That's Good. I'm glad it was a successful day for you. I'll be listening to part of the auction. I hope uh, that they come to something that I really want now. Because there's a lot of things that I would like to have, but there's some things that I really want. And I, I probably hope that um, they'll get to it while, while I'm still able to listen. <laughs> well, it'll be on for 10 hours, so I bet if you have to, I, you're not going to be working all 10 hours, so somehow you're, you'll hear something. I won't be working for 10 hours. Yeah. Hey, well, you take care of you guys. And... All right. Okay, all right. thanks, Ron. Aloha. Aloha. Uh, There's our buddy Ron. In Hawaii. Love talking to that man.
Hawaii to oh, Florida. We, hey. we, we cover from the Pacific to the Atlantic. That's yeah, that's good. right. That's pretty good. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so you, you got half credit. Actually, you got a lot of credit because you knew an awful lot about Mr. and Mrs. Blandings. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll just take 10% credit. You'll take what? 10%. 10%? You yeah. got more than 50. Well, I'll take 10. I'll compromise and take 10. How do you, boy, you're the mathematician of this team. I know. Hello there, you're all with Patricia. Hello there. I was just wondering if Patricia was ready to um, receive criticism for her list of worst shows. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I knew there was somebody I would offend. What? what not offend. Do? No, 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 no. Not offend at all. What? Um, it's just that I, my opinion of the um, Up for Parole series, and I don't know how many shows are out there, uh-huh. and if you did, didn't like just one particular show or several, um, was that it was passable. In other words, that, you know, the theme and the, the, um, the, the, the goal um, made it at least um, enjoyable. And that some of the stories were actually okay. You know, some of the stories were kind of hokey, if I can say that. Hokey, that's still a word. That's a good word. Um, but, um, but, the, um, but there were a couple of stories about a couple of people who tried to turn their life around. And that seemed kind of good. Um, you know, the ending was kind of weird. It's like, and you are now um, paroled, or we're not going to grant, we're going to grant you. Um, it it got kind of boring because some people, it, it it seemed like everyone got the same thing. It didn't seem like there was there was, there was um, not every, you know there wasn't a lot of variety. But well, I did like it. Indicated I'm because more, it's not on my list. I feel so much better now. <laughs> It's not. It's not on my list. I have not heard that show. Oh. I I misspoke. I, when Ron mentioned, I said, "Oh, gee, maybe that's on. That, that might be on my CD. I might have one of them on the CD." But I don't. There was a local show out of Philadelphia that had to do with crime and criminals, and I only have huh? Philadelphia, Chicago. And it was a oh, there was show, a, and that's the one I was. There was an actual. There was an actual show. I don't know if it was network or syndicated or what. I think it was. I want to say CBS, but I can't say that for sure. That I heard um, in one of my searches of the internet. Uh-huh. And it, it it starts off with the brief intro to somebody's story, and um, they're get they're sitting there before the before a board of people, Got it. and today they will decide the next part of their life. Because they are up for parole or something like that. Uh-huh. That was the intro, and that's the way they introduced it every week. Okay, well, and, I have not um, that then there show, was a so thank story you for up on it. About describing the, you know, describing the circumstances of the crime and perhaps what was going on um, since they had been in jail. Uh-huh. And then after, after a break, the um, parole board would come back and the leader of the board would come back and usually give some sort of speech. Um, and actually, those were some of the wor- well, well-written parts. It's like, the, you know, sometimes the, the, the speech would say, 
you know, you've shown a no remorse whatsoever, and it's like we can't even think about letting it go. And sometimes the parole board will say something like, you know, the purpose of parole is to give someone a second chance um, or to be willing to take a chance with someone who has shown a willingness to try again. We have no better idea. Example of someone try, willing to take a chance than you. And so you are now considered parole. Mm -hmm. And it, it, was, it, it, was, it was kind of fascinating. So it was just, one. just like a regular parole board. Yeah, it was, and um, I don't know how many uh, number, how many, how many um, of the um, shows survived. It's been a while since they did a search, um, and I don't know um, if they were all even as in quality, or if some were like, um, you know, kind of flat, and some were, you know, kind of, you know, well written. Because I guess, you know. It also depended on whoever was in, in, you know, part of the writing crew was also part of, part of the influence that. Yeah. But I've heard, I've definitely heard um, episodes that bore listening again. Um, so I was just, just kind of teasing you, <laughs> saying, I mean, are you like thick-skinned like the critics mm -hmm. who put out their top ten list every year or whatever? Yeah. Who has to be. It's like, you know, because... You know, whenever you put out a list of anything, and you you know you're, you're introducing a new level of debate into the community, and it's like, you uh, know, who yeah, are we talking I, with? I heard up for parole, my eyes perked up, and I was like, <laughs> hey, I, I I know that show, and I kind of like that show. Yeah. I and know that like, one. Who are we talking um, with? It's like, what you talking about? It's like, <laughs> but um, what's your name? Uh, Maurice. I called. This is my first call here. All right. Well, Bill, <laughs> earlier this week, um, paid you a lot of compliments because I was listening to your store last Sunday, and it was like, I think you were the one being interviewed um, on a show on KFI. That's right. Yep. I, I play um, that. Yep. That's right. Your name was Chris then, I thought. Yeah, Chris from Bessis. That's right. He can be, um, he can, he can be on with me next Friday live. Um, he's been in the hobby, finding different shows for 50 years, so I thought we would talk about how to find, or how did he discover a lot of the old radio shows? He, I mean, you know, the things that you guys knew were just um, just amazing to me. I mean, I, Patricia, why do you try even to stump, the fact that you try to stump <laughs> Walter is amazing. The fact that, no. you, the fact that no. you succeed um, sometimes, like tonight, uh -huh. is even more amazing to me because, I mean, the way he shoots out answers is just like, I would, be, I would have the same reaction that you do. It's like, wait two beats at least before you at least <laughs> give me the answer. <laughs> Let so me at least, at least ask the question before you answer, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're funny. Well, Maurice, um... You're a new caller for us tonight, and I did hear you on with Bill the other night, so it's really neat to be able to talk with you, too. So um, you have to give me a homework assignment here. What what shows would you like that you don't have? Um, definitely uh, <laughs> the, um, the um, worst shows, because I'd love to listen to your list. Okay. Um, the, the worst shows. 
And what are some of your other options? Oh, my goodness, we've got a squillion options. I will go through the list of the types of shoes that I have. And then oh, you tell West, me if, you have, do you have Westerns? Yeah. I have Westerns. We didn't even get to the Westerns yet. Let's see what we've got in Westerns. We have um, Bobby Benson, Cisco Kid, Fort Laramie, Frontier Fighters, Frontier Gentlemen, Frontier Town, Gene Autry, Gunsmoke, Have Gun, Will Travel, Hopalong Cassidy, Lone Ranger, Luke Slaughter, Red Rider, Romance of the Ranchos, which is on my terrible list. Um, oh, I can imagine. Uh, <laughs> Roy Rogers, The Six Shooter, Tales from the Diamond K, Tales of... Oh, The Six Shooter, definitely. The Six Shooter. It's like that whole... It, it was... Because I, I don't think I have every one of them. And okay. if you could, you know, I'd like to hear what you've got. Okay, I believe, believe I have the entire series. It was a very short series. It was only one season. Yeah, it was only a year. It was only one season. <laughs> yeah. It was fabulous. It was really, you know, the, the audition show, I've, I've listened to two different versions of the audition show. They're, they're good. And it was one show where they knew their length of their length of them, how long they were going to be on. So they actually did a conclusion show, yeah. which mm-hmm. was really fabulous as well. Um, but the ones in between... There are some shows that I wish someone was still writing for television, Westerns for television, because there are some scripts in the Six Shooter that I really believe would make great television scripts. They were I, I, Patricia and I agree. I like it better than I do Gunsmoke and some of the other series. I, I just love the Six Shooter. It's, just a, it's a well-written show. It is. It There's, really um, is. You know... There's just, it's, it's, it's just great. And I'm a big Jimmy Stewart fan to begin with, but, you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I think even the Jimmy Stewart Museum back in the hometown still have some of the audio that they run, so you can walk through the museum and you can hear. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I know he's a big influence on the, on the show because I know that they didn't want certain, you know, I know he was big on not having certain type sponsors. Right, right. He didn't want any, he he didn't want any tobacco products on the show, so he turned that down. And, uh, um, and I really sort of think if the series would have started sooner, I bet it would have had a, a long run. Right. Yeah, I really do. Um, I don't know why he only, they only did one year. It's like it was because of something in his contract or if, they, if it was because they started it only so late. Yeah, well, probably could, they couldn't find the sponsors, and they probably had a guarantee... Uh, you know, they probably NBC probably had to guarantee uh, Jimmy Stewart's salary, and they probably looked oh. at they probably had to look at a certain budget. I, 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 it was it, it was sustained for part of it, and there was oh, the only sponsor I ever heard on the episodes I heard is Coleman. Correct, Coleman, but like, not that many episodes. Yeah. So, um, but the stick shooter, Patricia, it was it's just it's just the, from top to bottom the writing. The sound effects, the um, the Jimmy Stewart's all shots, um, you know, it's 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 just all done well. Agreed. And you know, no matter where, I, I don't I don't think whether it's a radio or a television show, you know, that show would have would have cleaned up on, yeah. on the awards, and it's just a quality show. You know, I just there's certain shows that I wish that we would lose, we would not lose. Um, our old-time radio shows, mm-hmm. not only because they're part of our history and because they're enjoyable to listen to, but also because 
the scripts are, so done, are done so well, they would actually make for good scripts to convert to um, scripts for television, for scripts for other mediums. Agreed. And Occasionally I would call in and talk with Frank Brzee on Walden's Friday Night Show and say, Frank, isn't there any hope that we'll have a resurrection of some of these shows and some of these scripts? And his answer was no. Just don't. Wow. Send. I mean, he, he was so polite about it, but the essence of the message was don't hold your breath because it's just not going to happen. Yeah, and it's like, and I wonder if that's going to change now that some there are there you know there are there are one or two more um, network old time networks of television that have popped up, but they've got you know basically television. Yes. Like, yes. Um, but you know, um, the classic. They're, they're, but I don't think they're going to do any new stuff. Um, they're, they're, they're just focused on what's in, already in TV archives. Um, like there's one that's in this area that shows the old emergency shows and a couple of other shows that have been, been that were on in the 70s and the 60s, hmm. but um, nothing new. And um, Bill Cosby was advertising um, on a family-based network that I think doesn't have plans on producing anything new. Yeah. It just, you know, probably shows his show, some other shows from the 70s and the 80s. Um, and then that's going to be about it. One of the other shows that I thought was superior and right in the league of the six-shooter was Frontier Gentlemen. Yes. Loved that. Um, I'd love to hear those, some of those, too. It was, it was really... Um, and, you know, some of the, whatever, basically, John Daner couldn't do a bad Western. I mean, I don't think John Daner could do bad anything. Yeah, really. Um, his Kendall was very, very dignified, and, um, you know, his meandering through the, through, through the West was just very wonderful to hear. And, and, and Daner, um... Vocal. He he underplayed it. It, it. it had a touch of of class and culture the way he played it. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't exactly. overwhelm you or anything. It was a comfortable. Uh, it's like you would think a British writer would be. Mm-hmm. I think comfortable. Um, he used the word comfortable. He was comfortable with the role. He was comfortable with the character, and it came out. Yeah. 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 It definitely came out. It's like um, I think what. During one of the shows this week, on the um, um, during the day, during the during the week, mm-hmm. uh, one of the shows introduces a half one with Will Shavell episode mm-hmm. by talking about a Daner interview that he did, commenting on the fact that he was doing the he was doing the character after it had already premiered on television. Yeah. And he's you know he said I don't think about the fact that it's already on television, and I take I try to take a different approach to it. Um, I, I try to look at the character from a different aspect, and I come at it from a different point of view. And you know, it was it was true whether it was Paladin or whether it was J.B. Kendall. It was you know. Um, there's a question for you. Good afternoon, What was J.D. What did J.D. stand for? Okay, oh, good. You're not going to believe this. Patricia asked me that I think last week. Um. I'm smiling here. 
Jay, beat him boy, right? Uh-huh. John Briggs. Wrong. Do you know the answer, Maurice? Uh, Patricia's looking at her notes from last oh week. Oh, no, I, I have it in my head. I know. I think it was two weeks ago I, I pulled okay. that one on you. All right, Patricia, what, what, what is it? Well, Marie said he knew the Jeremy answer. Jeremy Bryant. That's right. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And it was it was in two shows, only two shows in the entire series did he give his for his real name. But he gave it, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. so, so you would like uh, Six Shooter, Frontier Gentleman, and the worst shows I could find. Yes. I'm still finding some, so <laughs> there are many to choose from. <laughs> so many choose to choose from, so little time. <laughs> <laughs>